Top of my spam folder. Let's see. <laughs> this should be a game that we play. What's on the top of your spam folder? Hmm. I don't even know where my spam... Oh, there's my spam folder. Uh, That's a good call. I don't know where my spam folder is either. Christ, do I even have one? Oh, there mm-hmm. it is. Okay. Mine is Stella's Fish Cafe. Oh, sign me up. Mine is Browse 20,000 Hot Russian Women's Profiles. <laughs> well, I know what you look at. Oh, heck, <laughs> I got you beat. Tanzi11076 says free Viagra spelled with an one instead of an I with each order. All right. Yes. News and specials from Bloomington Acura. <laughs> this is the worst game ever. <laughs> or the best uh, game ever. I got this one three months too late. Bitcoin millions. Oh, you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. Uh, I'm your host, Rick. With me is Jeff. Yo. Hello. Pat. Hey, what's up? And Dale. I'm here. All right, we're all here. Whew. Well, so this is the first episode of uh, 2018. So nice. Yeah, no, it's it's a little later than we'd we'd expected, but I think we were kind of holding off for you the cool stuff. Well, and for me, yes, I've had a little bit of a hiatus based on uh, my wife having a child. So Somewhere congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Congrats. personal personal stuff. So what's so what's super cool is you took the opportunity to name. Your child after a well-known World War II general, right? Uh, is there a Conrad? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. And if it was, it was on the wrong side. So you had a son named Conrad. Yeah. I like it. Nice son. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know any Conrads. Uh, other side. Yeah, there's at least one from the other side. Anyway. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it's been awesome. But now we're kind of trying to get back in the swing of things. So yep. here we are. We I think we may have hold, held off an extra week or two just based on... Well, we Christmas were, happened too. Yeah, New Year's, Christmas. Did you say you're trying to get back into swinging? No. I've never been into swinging, never will be either. Well, Don't now get, Pat lost it. Well, hey, hang yeah, on. Let's, Don't limit yourself here. I mean, <laughs> Oh, I've, I'm limiting myself. <laughs> very much so. Mr. Negative. Jeez. <laughs> I, well, my mom always told me to try things at least once just to make sure you like them, but I think I'll pass on that one ever. The world looks um, very different after 25 years of marriage. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that clever insight. Sorry. sorry. All right. When I worked at the theater in high school, I saw Eyes Wide Shut that room before it forever. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no. Pretty much. All right. Two minutes. Right. Not too bad. That's a pretty good derail. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start off this. I think we're all working on stuff now. So let's start with hobby updates. How about you, Pat? What are you working on? Um, well, good news for you, Rick. The Gurkhas went through their base coating and first wash and got set off to the side. Oh, I, so, we'll have something to talk about in a minute as to why that might be. Yeah. Well, it, it, it got down to, so if I was going to paint two squads of Gurkhas, you know, you want to kind of keep them the same 
theme of the army that they were in, which doesn't match the basing of all the rest of them. Now i got to paint more British to match up the theme and then do the chin dits with the theme and all that. And I kind of already have a lot of British, so I wanted to do something else in the meantime. So I took advantage of that Black Friday sale they had, and all of my boxes of Germans are sitting there, and now I'm starting to glue my fingers together. I mean, gluing the pieces together again. Yeah. No, I know that feeling. Yep. Building up some German forces. Who is, like, watching some hardcore something over on their computer screen? Just relax. That's not me. No, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm doing it, but I'm not doing what you said I was doing. I was just oh, zooming okay. in on the the agenda. So okay, all right, and so you can see it in the edit. No one can actually hear that. So okay, all right. Okay, well, sorry, <laughs> I hear it for some He's reason. He's on that internet there, that ding dang, click 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 click. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I can't hear it. So. <laughs> clearly, clearly, you can't. Holy cow! Anyways, so all right, so Dale, good. Dale, what are you working on? <laughs> Other than Nothing. your your pointer finger muscle dexterity, I'm planning out the next year is all. So nothing at the moment really. Planning out the next year, so like you're planning out the rest of the months for the year. Right. Yeah. So when we talk about what's going to happen in 2018 for us, then I'll talk about when okay. I'm, I'm planning. Okay. Out all right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Jeff, yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm also working on some Germans. I've got my winter my winter themed German force. I finished the two Gebergs Jager squads and uh <laughs> God, what else do I got the all my special weapons teams are done, I just have to base them. And then I got a couple squads of the winter grenadiers. I've got one almost done on the paint shelf and I got one more in a box. I don't know if I'm gonna paint them up or not. And then like I don't know, five half tracks and a bunch of vehicles. So I'm doing those last because they're the most fun to me. Sure. But Give yourself some kind of reward. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So Speaking yeah, you guys of you, are doing work. Wow. Yeah, right. I know, right? And then, Pat, by the way, I think you have the entire German army. I saw pictures of all the stuff you bought on that sale. Holy yeah, cow. Lord. I was no, like, you it, literally have everything. Well, yeah. I wanted yeah, options. Oh, yeah. You got <laughs> so, them. You've, you've definitely got them there. And they were, you know, buy two boxes, get one free. So it was so, such a good deal. And there was a blister it, deal, too, wasn't there? Yeah, but I didn't worry about the blister deal. Such a good and deal, though. You got some. I, I did. I did some get a Werbel Neffer, Nebel Werfer, Nebel Werfer, Werfer Werfer. It works. It works. Nebels. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I did get one of those. So that's always fun. I was going to ask if you were Werfing Nebels. So. I get one when you can have two. Well, you have to run two platoons then, or three if you want to put it in a tank too. I guess there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Each one of those boxes, it turns out, there's like thirty dudes in there. So it's yeah. There's a lot of guys in there. Plus, I still had, like, the 20 uh, German hair from the Pegasus Bridge kit, which I found mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, right, I should have, well, whatever. So, yeah, I've, and sadly enough, it's still not close to the amount of British guys I have, so. So well, you're saying, so you're saying you're committed to this game? Uh, we've been doing, what, for two years now we've been playing, about? That's not Roughly. Right? A little more than a year now, which is incredible. It's a great... It is it's great to be able to say it's oh, been over God. a year since we started playing a game. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bouncing around. I feel really like sucks. there's some there's some level of settling amongst our group, or there's some maybe solid hobby ground one, beneath our feet. Right, I think it's been almost a year that we've been podcasting, so it's definitely been more than a year that we've been. Playing. We've been podcasting for yeah, ten months. I think sounds about right. Oh, really? 
it might be I, I'm not going to go tr- touch anything. Sure, not, uh, my internet connection is going crazy, so I don't really want to touch anything. It hasn't been like eight years or something. Eight years? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Uh, I'm going to mute so you don't hear me clicking. I'm going to find Thank out you. when we release our first episode. It was in February. I think yeah. February. February so sounds that's... right to me, too. We'll find out if we're right. Yeah, that sounds about Survey right. Survey says... Show me potato salad. Uh, so, yeah, I, some might argue that I just enjoy buying toys. There's nothing wrong I with would, that, man. No, I, however you want to use your money. Exactly. And, do you know, most importantly, the wife hasn't bitched once about spending the money so some would so, say you're compensating for something <laughs> why so what am i worried about i'm married and have a kid right. that's right Living this is when like this is when we just start walking around the locker room naked all the time because i won yeah <laughs> exactly. Game over. You're like, nobody yeah, right. cares anymore right <laughs> it, it hasn't been a year it's close so february so february 10th was our first episode just so yeah, you know it was so See what did i say february we're getting there yeah, no, I know that's uh, that's that's a big deal. So, well, whoever trusts the sober one, who's sober? Pat, I'm not quite. I'm in neither camp right now. He's in the middle. I, I, I've just I've just started drinking. I'm sober, unfortunately. I'm drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, that oh, happens. Dear. That's not that's not sober. You're still medicating yourself in some fashion. All right. Anyway, so we've gotten well. So I guess I'm the only one left to talk about this, and yeah, I'm Rick, still what gluing. Are you on? <laughs> hey, Rick, are you doing anything with your hobbies? I am actually. I, I am. I am gluing arms onto Americans, but this is like taking forever because the. I'm sure we've all talked about this before because I I clipped everything off of the sprue. That's right. I remember. And put it in a bin, and now I can't figure out which. Fucking arms go to which <laughs> yeah, rifle those set? Yeah, don't work out. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm just losing my mind trying to get this shit back together. You know, I feel like an idiot for doing what I did. So, you know the folks way, out there, don't do that. The best way to get around that, you know, the best thing to do for that is throw them away and start over. No, buy metal no. miniatures. Yeah, well, there's I, no. <laughs> there's a lot less gluing no. yourself together with those. That's for sure. Uh, I'm I'm firmly in the anti-metal camp. Don't buy metal miniatures. I'm not buying new miniatures, guys. I'm like the miniatures are bought. I'm I'm using the models I have to make make these models work. I, I the Marines. Say, if the army you want to play is in metal miniatures, don't play that army. Pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will lies, actually lies say the the Gurkhas that I most recently set aside. I, I did get very frustrated in trying to do the painting. They are all metal Gurkhas, and there's a lot of detail and stuff that is just kind of slagged together for lack of a better term i feel like i feel like warlord this is not meant as a dig against them but i do feel like warlord might use their molds too long i feel like i've seen more more stuff come i mean when you're comparing it to gw whose molds are like ridiculous well Well, they only use them twice right (laughs) All right, you literally well, get the mold shipped with your models. Yes. But <laughs> let me put it to you feels this like you're guy. Paying like it. Whoa, whoa. Let me put it to you this way, guys. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not sure I want you putting it to me anyway. <laughs> not right now. They're, they're metal miniatures. How do they stack up with their plastic miniatures? I've seen the same problem with their plastic miniatures, honestly. The problems oh, that I'm seeing right. with their with their metal miniatures, I have not seen in the plastic. And the big thing is coming in like 
the butt of the gun coming up against the side or the underarm is just oh. looking like garbage in that area. So you can't okay. get any good shading or anything other than to just shade it all, which, again, <laughs> from 20 inches, 2 feet away, no one's going to know. But when I'm picking up and painting under this LED arc, I'm like, oh, my God, this looks like garbage. Yeah. So it's it's a tricky and for me and i'm i'm completely on my own in this regard so well that's probably not fair i think amongst our group i'm on my own i was thinking about and we'll talk about this in a little bit what i want to do this year and i wanted to start a new army and i'm thinking oh i'm going to do australians and do you have to throw the accent in there too no i've just had too much to drink it turns out and so okay i'm sorry i'm really trying to to actually not slur my words but what happens is when i checked on what's available all the all the army or the entire army is all min, uh, min, uh, metal and so the australians are out so i'm going to, have to find something else to do now um, but i just have this aversion to the metal warlords metal actually anybody's metal miniatures i like i like the plastic i, I just think they're so much better well, see, now I never had a problem with the uh, the metal paratrooper models that I did last year for Bug Eater. Those were just fine. Those didn't have them, but the the Gurkhas, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of quality change in there. But maybe it's just maybe it's an older sculptor. I was going to say it might but... be just the age of the age of the models yeah. too. There's yeah. a possibility that it's just an older sculpt and isn't as you know they've they've definitely upped their game in the last couple of years to make some pretty fantastic models. Most so. of the metal miniatures I've bought from them have been newer molds, and they've been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like Gurkhas have been around for quite a while. I don't yes. know when those models were made, but they've they definitely probably are not not as nice as some of the previous models were. So, so they have newer sculpts that are actually metal. Then I guess I I don't really sure. follow that. that. Yeah, that yeah. Okay. box I bought was within the last year and a half. The Winter Grenadier guys here within the last year. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, some of the German winter sculpts are all totally new and still metal. The American BARs for the Marines look really good, actually. Like, I got some of those to mix in with my Marines, and they look incredible, and they have crisp detail. They look good. But I've gotten some, like Pat said, like where you're just like, uh, how am I supposed to paint this thing? It's like one giant blob of metal. Hmm. I really it's think their newer molds are, are better. Now, yep. now of course, I'm, I don't think I'm going to buy a set of Australians to show you that they look good. But like, <laughs> no, and I'm not. I I wouldn't ask you to do that. I guess, and it's not just. I just have careful. This don't weird, ask me. I might. Yeah, I just have this weird <laughs> aversion to, you know, to the metals, and so. Yeah. You know, no. It's okay. and, yeah. It's just. I get me. it. I get it. And there's there are you're not the only person that has an aversion to metal miniatures. I think. Usually people have that to latex. That's an allergic reaction. Oh, right. That's no joke. Come on. You can (laughs) laugh about it. That's fine. I'm going to laugh about it. (laughs) Sorry to those that have a latex (laughs) reaction. You don't have to apologize. What about the sensitive ones with latex fetish? Enjoy all the kids. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, then. Um, So now we're going to move on from (laughs) hobby updates. Wait, did we just do hobby updates? We'll from it. We're walking away from it because that was a huge tangent. We're going to go into, uh, so we, we, again, we've been getting comments and stuff from Facebook. I, I'm the only one that agreed to that. I don't know if I'm, well, I guess I'm, I, I asked you guys and I don't know if I got a real firm confirmation or not, but we had someone reach out to us that wanted us to uh, 
pimp his shit, I guess, is what the best way to describe it. It depends upon what that is. Not 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 selling hookers. Well, I'm out then. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> is it the um, is this the campaign? Yes, I'm trying. Oh to... yeah, let's. Yeah, we're all in on that. Yeah, we, yeah. we like all right. we like to pump up the volume here. Uh, let me let me get so Peter, Peter Mc Mc. Uh, sorry, Lovin. dude. McLellan. McLellan. That sounds right. McLellan. Sorry, Peter. We probably just I I I trying here. We, we drink I've been drinking a fair amount. Yeah, we've we're trying this McClellan. That sounds right. He's he's uh, he reached out to us and asked us if he could uh, talk to him, talk about the New Jersey New York Bolt Action League. Nice running from February to May. Uh, it's running about four months, which is yeah, pretty that, cool. That's in Chicago, right? Yes. No, it's in New York and New Jersey. It's anywhere across the New York City metro area, which is kind of cool. Apparently, you don't need to. You can you can schedule a game anywhere you like in that area. Don't need to travel too far from your home to get a game in. It looks like it's going to be an escalating league. So points points start at will open at four hundred and will rise monthly to a thousand in May. Prizes are awarded monthly. Uh, last year they had over thirty players, which is really cool across wow, the region. Awesome. I know it's really good. Uh, good. He's looking to expand that's it great. more, so that, that's I think why he reached out to us. Is hopefully, I don't know if we have anyone on the East Coast that listens to us or not, and if they do, they I probably already turned it off. Who knows? Well, besides the one guy. Right. Well, so so if you want to contact Peter, Peter's uh, email address for this is uh, NorthJerseyBoltAction at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can email him and ask to register and get details and a rule pack from him. So I, I this is this is part of my commitment for 2018 is to try and kind of help the community grow. Mm-hmm. And this is part of it is basically saying, you know, if you have an event or something that you want us to help with, We'll get better at actually doing these, trying to actually keep committed to helping you, and hopefully, be within a reasonable time frame. So, hopefully, oh, this anyway. will get out before then. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you think about it. Like, so you know, everything kicks off four hundred points. That's that's pretty all right. It's a little low, but I'm. Oh, I, well, I mean, it's a great place to start, man. It's especially, an escalation. Especially if you're doing great. like a, yeah. if it gives people time to like do painted stuff if that's really yeah. their flavor, right? You know. We well, have, we have some people who don't like putting their non-painted stuff on the table, and so that gives you a chance to be playing sooner and painting mm-hmm. more as the league as the league escalates. I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, no, it yeah, definitely so, definitely does that. So, so four hundred points, two or three squads, your commander, and maybe a special weapons team. Sure, like a medium order or something, maybe. Right. So, so and a, and a free artillery observer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Free so, call man squad of guys from. Soviets. So, Peter, yeah. yeah, maybe at 400 points, you might want to limit uh, the free adjust shit. Adjust the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, so, Rick doesn't go out of his mind. Just <laughs> flipping the table at 400 points where you're like, why do you have 40 freaking guys at 400 points? How do you. Wow, what, do you mean, <laughs> what do you mean you have 10 dice? There's How also those, those other things that get the free artillery, too. So, those yeah, you know, low points, those, those free. Those free unit armies have a decided advantage. Yep. Yeah, he didn't send us the rule pack to look over, so, so. I, I'm hopefully he's taking some of that into account. If not, you get past 400 points pretty quickly, and you start being able to kind of maybe compete. Yeah, 400 uh, to 1,000. That's pretty solid. I like yep. that. Yep. And, and there's prizes, so I have, no, I have no idea if there's a cost. He didn't associate a cost with it, so I don't know if it costs anything. So if you want to reach out to him, feel free. It's NorthJerseyBoltAction at gmail.com. 
North so, Jersey. Okay, nice. Yeah, sounds awesome. So, hopefully, hopefully it's cool for those guys. I'm so, sure it is. So, and and Jeff is doing something similar, and we've had people kind of join us, and it's actually it's gone. It's been a lot of fun. So, I'm it's tickled pink by the amount of players we have for both action just yeah. in our store. It's great. Yeah, I feel like you have you by yourself has have helped keep players coming in. Like you, you've, you've grown our community, but you've also kept them coming in, which I think is where a lot of places might run into issues. Like, sure, sure, yeah, I'll come back next week and play a game, and then they don't actually schedule anything. Whereas if you have kind of an ongoing campaign, I feel like people actually want to come back and play again. Yeah, it's, it's a classic a dip. Yep, a dip in and dip out. Yep. So. Yeah. So hey, just for the record, um, and now now that I'm toting this, I've forgotten his name. He, honest to God, had Norwegian his Norwegian army. The guy at the club, and I totally forgot his name, but he has Norwegians Brian? who painted him. Yeah, yeah, I saw him play yep. a game with Norwegians. Oh, got, yeah, talk about a glutton for punishment. Oh my god! I mean, he just picked up the Norwegians. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and, and we're reading through this, and I'm like, dude, we, these we told are him to terrible. Play him as partisans. I, yeah, we did. He just kind of laughed. He's like, oh, but you well, know, what? I'm Minnesotan. But you know, we're from Norway. He looked like he was having fun, man. That's all that matters. Yeah. Good, good. All right. That hey, more part to him if he can make it work and he likes it. Yeah, if you're having a good time, rock on. You play whatever you want to, man. You can be a masochist. That's fine. He kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's just glutton for punishment. That's t- totally fine. Mm-mm-mm. It won't, right. it won't get then, bad till he plays Jesse once, just because right. Jesse is going to have like a million guys in an IS two. So we've mm-hmm. and we've had some other people reach out to us. We've had some cool stuff. We've had some questions. We had a question about a seven up armor. This is an interesting one because I, I, he had me thinking for a minute too, but this is an interesting rules question that we had brought up. Zip is his name. Asked us if, if about a tank, and if you shoot a, a seven-plus armor tank in the rear with rifles, yep. I'm like, well, wait. I mean, so you're plus one pen to the rear. Two. But two. Plus two. Two. Mm-hmm. So technically rifles, like, but I'm like, no, that doesn't work. You still have to have a pen value to start, I believe. Is the still has to be a heavy weapon. Correct. Yeah. So you basically have to have a penetrating value before you get the penetrating bonus. So, wow. Yeah, I happened to see that question just as I was jumping on for lunch. And like, <laughs> I'm glad you answered it because I was like, I now I'm going to start questioning my what I thought was and the way I it had, worked. I had the, uh, the PDF that worked mm-hmm. there too and so I just quickly highlighted it and sent him the actual page number and everything too and like nope tell your buddy he is mistaken <laughs> yeah. yeah and I and, and I, I appreciate that Pat was on top of that because I didn't know exactly what was going on there so so well done in that regard so what yeah Zip page, came in page number to say that was on there 106 106 yeah. yep that sounds right so and yeah. then we damage versus armored targets yeah so go read 106 if you have questions about that. It makes it, it made perfect sense when I started reading it again. Yep. But it was just like, well, that's kind of a weird question that I, yeah, I didn't know where to where to so, respond. So I couldn't respond without looking at a book. So, so since we're here and since we talked about bolt action on this, I'll just go ahead and read it. The damage versus armor targets. Because armor targets have a damage value of seven plus or greater, it is impossible for them to be damaged by small arms fire. Period. History yeah, that's the end of it. are ignored. They cannot damage the vehicle and and do not do pins except for its open top. So, Pat, even if I'm behind a, a light tank that has an armor of seven, if I'm shooting at it with a rifle, nothing with quote unquote plus two pen, 
Can I damage it? You cannot penetrate from behind. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, and then we got some, we've gotten lots of, we get people sending us pictures all the time. And I think that's really awesome. We got another guy that sent us. Yeah. You keep sending them to us on Facebook. It's a great, it's great inspiration for us. Uh, So Mike, I, well, I mean, it is, but I, uh, from a personal standpoint, I'm sitting at work. Um, I do, it doesn't matter what I do, but I'm sitting at work and, you know, I, I kind of monitor what's happening and I see these freaking awesome messages <laughs> that come in and it actually helps me immensely get through the day. It's a big deal. Yeah. So I love hearing from folks. So please, you know, keep it up. We super appreciate it. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, no, that's all I was going to say is the same thing is it's just, it's inspiring to, that, that people are willing or wanting to share their models with us. I mean, I would say nine out of 10 that we see or get sent to us are better looking models than anything I've painted, so, <laughs> which, which is great. So um, keep I it up. I mind seeing someone's half-assed models once in a while, just so I could feel better about the stuff I put out there. If somebody wants, if <laughs> send somebody, us your shit. <laughs> send us some of your crap that just some ideas that just didn't work out. Right. Yeah, please. Yeah, send us your pink Nazis and whatever else you got in mind. Like I was trying to do this and it was a total fail. Right. You got something where you really didn't thin your paints and that's fine, man. Send it to us. You can stroke our egos a little bit just too. It's little. okay. Yeah. No, we appreciate we appreciate all kinds. So, we yeah. Do. So I mean, we'll keep up with all this stuff. Thank you guys for sending it. Please send us more. It's great. Um, so actually, now, before you move on. Oh, okay. Um, the uh, Mike is the one that's actually been sending us pictures just recently. But there was one thing that he sent us. When we talked about the Italians, we, Italians, we talked about the pickup truck that had the essentially the 88 on the back. Yes. And the big, the big thing there was that it's like, well, there's no model yeah. that's being currently produced. But he actually emailed us or, or um, messaged us, and Company B does produce something that is um, that does work. So if you're an Italian player and you want to do that, then Company B is where you want to go. Yeah, so the Lancia 9053 mm-hmm. is the one we were talking about. And, yeah, so Company B makes one. It has the stabilizers and everything. It looks freaking cool. It is cool. beautiful model. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we – yeah, so Mike, thanks for that. We want to – we want to pass that along to folks yeah. who are interested in looking at that. I only found one that was old and was no longer produced, so he corrected us on that. So thanks yeah. for that. Oh, which, was, which is great because I think we were all like, dang, that's a, that's a nice little piece of kit. Yeah. But we couldn't find it. So Company B, there you go. So that's where all that stuff kind of like stems from. So it's people correcting us on stuff. It's great. <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking of corrections, wasn't there something when we talked about the Italians and the, was it duel in the sun that we had messed up on there that we had missed? Oh, was I there, don't know. Was someone it somebody? Had, sent, oh, someone yeah. had posted something. Yeah, there was. So um, there's an upgrade in duel of the sun for the Italians. And we kind of, um, we kind of bagged on the Italians a little bit. The special rules in regard, uh, um, in particular. I, I'll still bag on the Italians. I, I, <laughs> I still, everyone does and it better. And so I guess uh, perhaps it's worth mentioning that when we when we talk about army books, we typically, well, maybe that's not fair, we're only looking at the army book, and so we might not necessarily take into account the additional rules they may, they may have had tacked on in subsequent 
campaign or theater books. And so he'd rightfully pointed out that there was an upgrade to Italians in the Duel in the Sun book where there's like a, uh, a five-point upgrade for regulars that allowed them to come in on the enemy table edge, if I'm not mistaken. Was that Andy that did that? Or um, Peter? I don't know who actually did it, but I, I do remember that being the case. Mm-hmm. And it was still not as good as Finland. I was like... <laughs> Well, yeah, but right. It's still, it's it's a it's a good up. But you start them. with Ita- with Italy and their special rules, and you got fiddling. It's like the opposites opposite ends of the same spectrum. A well, bit. right. That's that's part of it. Sure. So there's some Somali troops. Apparently, it is. Okay. Yeah. So they can some additional units that we may have overlooked. But regardless, I think the biggest hurdle you're coming with Italians is you still have the same special rules. Yeah. Oh, Although, yeah. hey, you know what? Coming in on either board edge is kind of sweet. That plus two points per man to be skirmishers. Yeah. I mean, it's not awful. There was a Reddit thread that started up as well, kind of maybe revisiting the Italian special rules. So, yeah. You know, hopefully at some point, maybe um, Warlord comes back and, I don't know, helps out Italy. Viva Italia. Helps out the other Axis powers. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, maybe once they get some some more models invested in their in their line, they might do that. I will say without a doubt. I feel like when I've looked at models, the few the few models that I've really liked are the Italians and the Belgians, and I can't bring myself to play either one of them. <laughs> so it's like, damn it, what am I doing here? Well, they're metal, so I'm out. <laughs> but the, well, the, maybe the Italians will see something when they get into the the Desert War campaign. Yeah, it should be coming up here soon, actually. I think that is... Mm-hmm. Is that the next book? The Western Desert is rumored to be the next book coming okay. out after Market Garden. That'd be fantastic. Your, your little birdie hasn't told you anything yet? I have not gotten anything confirming or denying. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to work on, we'll have to work on our rumors for the rest of the year. Yeah. We got yeah, time. Uh, yeah. No, it's... But so... Okay. All right. Well, so that... Again, like we said before, thank you... Keep sending us your stuff. It's great. We love it. Send us your questions, too, or whatever you have. Absolutely. Tell us we're awful. Whatever. It, well, not so much that. but Well, I'll read those, whatever. We already know that. Yeah, yeah we do know that already. <laughs> fair enough. All right. So we're going to move into... Uh, this, is, this is something that we all kind of wanted to do at the beginning of the year, um, is our 2018 goals. Like, So what are we, what's our goal for the year? As far as, I don't know, let's leave it open-ended. Whatever you want your 2018 goals to be, probably hobby-related. Let's not, let's not like say we're going to lose weight or whatever. So, Dale, what are, what, why don't you lead it off, considering I know that you probably have the most goals. Um, all right. So, um, coming, coming into this, I only have one gamer-related goal for last year, and that was I wanted to play 26 games of Bolt Action. And I didn't. I played. I just played twenty four. Just so, played twenty four. Um, which actually sounds like a lot, but the idea was every other week on average to play a game, which shrinks up quite a bit when you consider if if you're able to play, you know, big tournaments, three game tournaments, or five game tournaments, it, it it shortens up. But at the end of the year, I just didn't get any games in. So I'm going to carry over. I'm going to carry over that that quote unquote yearly goal as well, because um, I figured if I had played 26 games in 2017, 
I'd actually have a, a decent understanding of how bolt action played and would be an asset. The next goal is um, to kind of have a new army. So having was, fallen just short of your goal, only getting 24 or 26 and not being an asset, does that just leave you as an ass? Well, that never goes away. Oh, okay. I was going to okay. say, out of curiosity, how many trophies out of those 24 games? I I don't know. Uh, I, I know, I know there's two. It's not about that? No, no, but it, I mean, that, that makes you an asset, I guess, in a way. Like, you've... Uh, you can compete. You've done well, and you've you've you, you're you're playing you're playing. It's what, the what I, off of me, right? What I call top tier against people that have been playing this game for a lot longer and competing just. Fine. So, yeah, I mean, there's there there are a lot of things that go into success at tournaments, and and so um, the largest, in my opinion, the largest contributor to success at tournament play is the army that you select. I happen to select Japanese, and I feel in the tournaments that I participated in, they they performed very well. Now, that's not to... Well, I mean, that's just where I'm at right now. In, in, in any sure. event, um, moving, moving into 2018, I'd like to play 26 games. Um, again, I, I'd like to... Hopefully, I'll, I'll achieve that goal. The second one was to create a new board for our tournament and to finish out, to properly finish the other two boards. And the other goal was to create, to have a new army where I could actually take my time and paint it. Um, that was going to be Australians, but when I, last week when I looked at them, they're all, they're all metal. And I thought, for some reason, they were plastic. So that's out. So I have to fix something different. Okay. But we'll see. So the... Um, the um, I said Axis, but no, I need an allied army. So any oh, suggestions? Yeah. That'd be awesome. We'll see. But for 2018, those are, those are my goals. Norway. <laughs> no. Pretty sure those are all metal mm-hmm. models, too. Well, I mean, current Warlord lines, and I think anybody... Um, plastic yeah. allied forces are going to have to be British or American, British, American, or Russian. I, yeah, I, I just saw, I just saw the email from, well, not just, but earlier this week, I think I saw an email from Warlord, new paratrooper American plastics. So. Uh, Polish. Yeah, you can play Polish too. Yeah, as long as you're willing to do paratroopers again. My favorite actress is Polish, um, so maybe I'll do that. No, the the new the new pair the new paratrooper models are all metal. Sorry, I just saw an email come through that showed Son me all the pictures. No, they've yeah. got, they've got they when, when they launched. Ones. They have plastic Polish paratroopers. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. They have plastic. US they have U.S. plastics, plastics but too. the Dale was talking about the new ones, and all the new ones are all new metals. All right, so here's the challenge: What is the newest plastic kit that Warlord has put out? That will Besides be my Waffen army. SS? Yeah, it's Waffen is the latest. British paratroopers are uh, before that. So you can make them British or Polish. We already have a British player. So you can play yeah. them as Polish. Well, Market Garden, Polish. Kind of, okay. Yeah. And you, it, so you can so that's the, where I'm at. You can take the plastics British and play them, then play them as Australian. Oh wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do one thing, sir. Um, the oh. new board that I want to do is the um, Band of Brothers board. No, is the Band of Brothers board. So. Um, one of the companies, one of the many terrain companies, 
Um, there's a new kit that's come out, and it is the temple, no, the church, the church from Band of Brothers. Church and temple. Th- yeah, the church steeple. Um, they came out. You can and you can say the name of the it. It was uh, it's um, uh, Gamecraft Miniatures. So and it's part of Alan's line, and it's the first part that I've seen. And in his in his video podcast, he talked about you know working and fleshing out that particular line. I want that to be my board that I put together for Operation Snafu in 2018. So it'll be it'll be that board. It'll be you know fleshing out the two current boards and whatever new army. It'd be awesome if I could get that new army completed for Bug Eater, but that's a pretty short timeline. Yeah, that's, we'll see. That's tight. You, well, yeah. you just like you just said, you want to give yourself time to paint it. Don't 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 give yourself a timeline like that. You're right, and actually, that's a good point because if I give myself a timeline, then I'm going to shorten it then up. You're going to rush. Yeah. I'm going to not do it as well as I could. So, yeah, that's actually that's a good so point. So, I, I thought. Of, sorry, Dale. While you were talking, I thought of one other plastic army you could do that's not British, but it's using British models. Is instead of Polish paratroopers, you could also do Polish First Armored Division. Um, yep, so it'd be British go. tanks, and and they're they're kitted like British infantry, but they're actual they're actually the poles, and they have a really that division's friggin' awesome. They did. A, they All did right, a lot I'll have to cool dig stuff. into it. Mm-hmm. They got Canadians okay. too, and they have Canadians yeah, too. Yeah, you could do Canadians. Yep. They got the oh, Irish. Canadians might be cool. I don't know. I mean, we'll see because we don't really have an American player, quote unquote. But <coughs> wow. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But that's oh, where yeah, I'm at in point, 2018. Actually. So, what about you guys? How about how about we'll go Jeff next? Oh, Jeff, Jesus. what do you got? All right. All right. Sorry, man. No, it's cool, Put you man. on the spot. It's cool. um, well, I'm gonna. Here's the thing. Like when I set goals, I'm already knocking one of them out here, which is I want to finish this winter German army, and I want to be able to play it a lot this year. The thing is, I really love my French army too. So it's kind of like, you know, trying to. Trying to two-fist it here, so. Um, but I really want to play the Germans a little bit this year because, no offense to anyone that plays Germans, I haven't seen the Germans be very successful anywhere lately. And none, none taken here. And well, it's, it's not any. Anyway, I mean, we go to tournaments, and I don't remember the last time I saw a German army win, right? I think it's pretty few and far between exactly. as far as I, overall. So I'm. Win overall, you mean? Not yes. Just win best of Axis. That's what I mean. Or even okay. best of Axis has been. We need to find a tournament where John Stentz isn't at. Or John Stentz is playing Germans. I don't. That would probably do it. That might do it. But maybe. Point being, I want to give them a little representation and you know see what I can do with them. So, okay. I mean, the army's like, frankly, it's halfway done already. So I'm just gonna keep cranking on that and then keep playing the year and then. I think I'm going to do one one board, <laughs> just one board more. I've got three already uh, for Snafu, but I I haven't really kicked into it yet because I kind of wanted to see if we were going to do any kind of theme this year, and it would be a Pacific board. And I don't know if we're doing any if we're doing a theme, it wouldn't work for so a specific or Pacific, Pacific. the Pacific Ocean area okay. south. Yeah, yeah, a specific Pacific theme. A specific Pacific <laughs> theme. You got it. All right, very good. I was I was dinking okay. around with that water effects, and I was like, you know, I could make an awesome looking rice patty with this. 
Yeah, do it. You know, I mean, I could really, really just that's, nail the crap out of it. That's what I found about using the water effects is once you use it, you're like, you know what? Why was I so intimidated by this right. stuff? This is really cool. Right, exactly. And it, it's not nearly as, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty easy to work it's with in general. It's not as scary as I thought. No. No. Just don't don't mess with it in, like, really bad humidity. Right, and, and don't inhale it. Or drink it. Or drink it. Or do inhale it if you really want it. No, don't, don't, don't do that. No, don't, 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 don't do it. Do it's bad, bad stuff. <laughs> do Especially depending on which brand you have. Oh like God. I know the Windland Scenics isn't as bad for for the fumes, however they rate those. The PS something, PCP? No, that's something different. <laughs> yeah, that's a different <laughs> that's, drug. That's also yes. bad for it. Yeah. No, man, even the Windland yeah, Scenics, I have the hood on and I've got my mask on when I pour it. So. Or do it outside. Well, some of us live in the part of the world where that's not an option six months out of the year, really. So, Well, right. You just have to do it in the summer. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then three know. months of the summer is humid as balls, too. Some of us don't have, like, full-fledged breweries in their basement, either. Yeah, sucks to be you, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> These are first-world problems. First, I've got All terrible first-world problems when I'm building yeah, third-world totally. boards. Yes. <laughs> Careful. For, for right. a game. Well, no, that's the technical classification of a man. Oh, okay, fair enough. So... But yeah, right. those, those, are, those are the main goals. And I suppose I should okay. throw a goal in there trying to be nicer to everybody, but I'm going to fail that one like right away. So Yeah, you've already, you've already missed that I've one. I've already missed that so. one. Sorry. I, it's okay. I can keep trying. I did say try. I didn't say B. It said try. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I'll keep trying. Okay. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. So, all right, Pat. What, what are your goals? Well, aside from the aforementioned pile of Germans... Yep. Not, not sure how far I can get through. I was going to say, can you, are you going to get 1,000 points or are you going to get to like 6,000 points? Because uh, I think you got about 6,000 points there. <laughs> could be. I don't know. But uh, I've got two other boards that I'm going to be doing for Operation Snafu, which is going to be bigger, bolder, and greater and better. Uh, okay. So what does that put the total at? That will put me at six. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Which is, well, which is a good number. I mean, it sounds like we're going to need number. we're going to need that many though, by the sounds of it. So, yeah. Uh, there's the, they had a they had a meeting last just earlier this week, which I was too and ill. And by to they, you mean Renegade? The Renegade peoples. Yep. And okay. they're uh, they're leaning on us and kind of anticipating, hoping us to to be like kind of the number two event, uh, event sort oh. of thing. I mean, well, hopefully the community backs us up in that regard. So, you know, we're, we're looking at doing events all three days, whether okay. that's a two-day tournament and something else. But okay, uh, well, I think that's I think that's something we certainly can do. And we'll make it know, work. We've, we've talked about it. You know, how much pull does does it have for people to come up for a one-day tournament and then go back home in you know, six eight hours? Mm-hmm. You know, is there a little more incentive to? get more out of it you know to do a two-day possibly a third-day event or something like that much like like adepticon uh, runs which is kind of definitely with yeah, i think it'd be easier to come up if it was a long ways if it was a two-day tournament i think we'd right. have more pull if we had more events going on yep even if it's even if it's like that we have an evening event and whatever and we have a saturday and sunday mm-hmm. it, yeah it'll definitely have some more attraction to some of those out-of-towners that we you know didn't have this year because it was a single day event. Yeah. So that's that's my goal. It involves dragging you guys with me. So I'm with you. I'm fully right. with you. Absolutely. I'm there too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we might need more tables. <laughs> if you guys can kick in a couple extra scenario ideas, that'll help me even more. But yeah, no problem. 
I can make it happen. I'll probably have some drink, alcoholic, or... I, I don't know where I was. <laughs> was that was that English? Wow! Holy cow! Ooh. I could I could Someone hear back to our Italian episode for a second. Well, there. I, I have a glass full of water on my desk, and that's probably a good. You idea. fool! That's actually rum. Wow! Yeah. No, Rick, this is water. Rick, what do you what do you got into your goals for Yikes. 2018? No, you know I. It's it sucks because I think the thing I have to work on the most. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know if it sucks. This is it's good. I'm so I have two American armies I have to get done this year, because my number one goal this year Ooh, two this two well it's two it's always been two so I thought it was just one for Kurt so yeah I mean that's my number one goal is basically I I had a Marine army at the same time okay. I've had a Marine army so I have the Marine army almost all fully assembled but I so he's gonna get the you know, the good old American Joe army, you know, just standard regular troops with the Sherman backing it up. Go Joe. Go Joe. But yeah, so my, my number one goal is to get that army done so that Kurt starts playing bolt action with the rest of us. He's like, the, great. he's like the lone holdout at this point, really, quite honestly. Yeah. He revels in it. He's, he does. He's but a bit of a derailer at this point too. He's, he really kind of is. And I really want him to get on board with, the, and he knows it, and he likes it. Yeah, I know. So my, my goal this year is to get his ass playing bolt action with the rest of us. God, that's a sick motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it. I'm calling call it. it. Calling it what it no, is. No, we love Kurt. We love Kurt. No, but this, you're but you're right. He likes to he likes to derail, and he I mean he's I. I think at this point, I don't know what his deal is and why he's waiting, other than the fact that I've been telling him I've got a fucking army for him. He doesn't like to paint. He doesn't, he like, doesn't to paint. like to paint. He doesn't want to invest any more money in a game that he's not that keen in wanting to paint. And he's got sure. lots of other games that he has invested money in that he wants to play. Right. He's a little, he's still probably a little sore. And if he listens, sorry, Kurt, but you're a little sore that we stopped playing some of the games that we you bought into. Infinity. That's yeah, primarily. We're all a little bit sore about that. I'm, I'm not. Why? I'm not sore about that. I'm not. I'll I'll play a game of Infinity every once in a while, and then I will realize why I stopped well, playing Infinity. I was awesome at Warhammer Fantasy Eighth Edition. Well, everyone loved Warhammer Eighth Edition. And now I'm not as good at, as I used to be, so I'm a little sore about that. Right, because we haven't played a game of Eighth Edition Warhammer for <laughs> four years now. Or I three just, years. Well, it's kind of similar because I play, I played overpowered armies in. Warhammer, and that kind of happened in bolt action. Yeah, well, it's not quite as easy to play OP in this, but yeah. So that's my two primary goals, and I need to get some tables for Operation Snafu, especially since it sounds like we're expanding. So I probably should get some tables together, make it happen. So I'm that one's going to be soft, though. I can't make any commitments on that one. But my number one goal, my only goal, is to get Kurt playing this year. So. We'll see if that happens. See if I can make someone else play the stupid game. That's a good goal. Well yeah, I like that goal. I, I would love to. I would love. I probably I would, have like. A, go ahead, Pat. I, I wouldn't sell it by calling it a stupid game. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point there. Fair. All right. This amazingly awesome game. It is amazing. This it is clever and intrigue dynamic game. I love this game. It, it, yeah, we like it. We all do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be playing it. I'd be or spending two hours on a Saturday night talking about playing. Right. Well, we maybe don't hate each other apparently, or maybe we do. 
Who knows? No. I don't hate no. you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good deals coming out. Uh, so is that everyone's? That's everyone's, right? Yeah. There's only the four of us. Yeah, I'm just making sure there wasn't another... I missed someone in there or something. I didn't check anyone's names off. All right. So I think that's where we're going to take a short break. The 2018 is, is starting off good. We've, we've gotten another present. So when we come back, we're going to start gardening. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quiz. We want him to come I back, man. I mean, we've... we've that's like... That's like, we're going to go to the market because Piggy likes to go to the market. <laughs> so if you haven't figured it out, we have the Market Garden book. So we're going we're gonna to discuss it and share what we can with you. And I don't know. It'll be awesome. It's, it's awesome. We're seeing these things early. I fe- we feel pretty special about it. Um, we like sharing it with you guys because it's, it's, it's cool. Like 26 scenarios. 26 scenarios? That's a lot of scenarios. Uh, well, we'll get into it when we get Some into it. Some of the it. scenarios actually have scenarios. Mm-hmm. In the scenarios? like We hear you like yes. scenarios. So we have some <laughs> scenarios for you, scenarios. Yes. <laughs> Yo, dog. All right. So we'll be back in a few minutes. I, maybe that'll be my other goal for the year is to pick the music before we start this shit so we have some, so I can tell you what it is. No, yeah. it's more fun. Right. No, it's more Shania fun. Just, just, no, it's never going to be Shania Twain. Um, All right, we'll be no, back. Yeah, we'll be back in one second. Glory, 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 what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. And he ain't gonna jump no more. Is everybody happy? Cries the shaker looking up. A hero meekly answered yes, and then they stood him up. He leaped right out into the blast, his daddy climbed and hooked. And he ain't gonna jump no more. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. And he ain't gonna jump no more. He counted loud, he counted long, he waited for the shot. He felt the wind, he felt the clouds, he felt the awful drop. Jump no more. He hit the ground and found the sweat, the blood, the food, and pie. 
we heard you say what a hell of a way to die. He lay there rolling round in all the wealth for all of his court. And he ain't gonna jump no more. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. And he ain't gonna jump no more. music because it was awesome it's always awesome when is it not awesome it's probably something world war ii themey it's not shania twain i can tell you that right shania now Shania trained come on i'm ed- i'm well i don't know who's editing this episode so let's not say what it's not because it might be that then unfortunately so we're a little bit trolling in that regard we really uh, are. let's keep it in the realm of copyright infringement free well, how about uh, that good call yeah, good call i like it I don't want to cease and desist, and I don't want to have to take an episode down. So we're going to keep it in the in the World War II era. Don't sue us, please. We appreciate that. All right. So, so yeah, like we said at the beef, we hinted or we didn't hint. We told you we got the Market Garden book again. Mm-hmm. We've got this. This is our, we've gotten two books now. And by we, we mean Pat, who right, Pat does is, all this yeah. stuff. So you kick ass, Pat. Thanks so much for yes, doing you've, everything you you've do. You've given us hope. <laughs> Well, hey, I, you know, like like I told you when I just went out to get uh, prize material and stuff like that, you just send emails and ask. You send, you put enough lines in the water, you start to catch fish. And, you caught a uh, big one. Yeah. Well, Osprey Publishing, you know, I, I'm pretty sure this works good for them too, because we're we're giving them them some advertising, and I'm sure they realize that, which is probably why we're on the list. Sure. So thanks again to Osprey for sending us out to us. Uh, we hope we do right by you, so you continue to send us advanced copies so we can continue to review them openly and honestly as they will go out and be purchased. Based on what we say, who knows? Okay. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. be honest like we are with everything else. Well, okay. That's all we're looking for here. Sure. Metals suck. Plastics are awesome. That's a different that's a story altogether. Take. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, a, that's a different. Yeah, that's not so much market garden as much as just hobbying. Yeah, I think Osprey just does the paperback. Yeah, stuff. I don't they think don't they have, have much. they don't have any metal books at this yeah. stage. You can paint. You can paint the figures in the book if you want to, but that's not going to get you much. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I've been kind of out of commission for the last month. So unfortunately, I haven't gotten a good chance to like peruse this book. 
I got a quick little look, but nothing nothing to speak of per se. Uh, Pat sent me a couple scenarios to try and play, and then we just didn't connect. We were going to try, Pat and I were going to play a scenario out of one of the, a couple of the scenarios that we could play, and we just didn't get around to it. Unfortunately, we couldn't connect. So I, so our classic British and yeah. German players just didn't, weren't, yeah. yeah we just couldn't Life connect. Life got in the way. Yeah. All right, but enough. so, I mean, so yeah, I think everyone knows what Market Garden is. It It's all British and German. There's nothing else in this one, correct? Oh, well, there is. Well, there is. More. Is there? If you, if you look. Oh, there's, yeah, I guess. If you if you dig in, I suppose. In, in the book, right, if so, you look, there's a couple more. But in the actual historical of it, there was there could have been more that could have been done with this. Sure. Right. So but before we dive too far into it, let's let's be completely upfront with who has actually seen the book and how much they've they've read of it so yeah i did have the book for a short period of time i read um the history portion of it and the army list portion of it i did not have time to read the scenario portion of it so that's that's where i'm coming at this from okay i i had it for the first two and a half days and i read through the army lists the uh, market garden special rules and skimmed many of the scenarios and read in depth a lot of the ones that seemed more interesting to me that I wanted to try and play. Okay. I've had the book okay. for, what was it, Saturday? Two days? <laughs> Two days. I still have the book in my hands right now. Um, I have I skimmed the history because I'm pretty familiar with it. Uh, I read some of the scenarios as many as I could. I skimmed the army list part of it, unfortunately. I didn't get time to go into that. And I've played one of the scenarios. So. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Good so he, yeah, so he did get awesome. a scenario in. Good. All right. Well, so let's let's start at the top. The historical like I guess I'm not as familiar with Market Garden as some people probably are. Do we want to go over it and you know I think piece? we do. So so Jeff, now that you you have the book, you've read what they've said about the his, historical aspect of mm-hmm. it, and I'm assuming that you've actually are aware of it outside of what the book presents. Yes. How do you feel it matches up? I think if you want to recreate any particular section of the Market Garden operation, this book is almost perfect for it. Awesome. I think real good. I think then. they nailed this. As far as recreating the entire operation, I think this one just about knocks it out of the park. So kudos. With within the realm of what you can do in a miniatures game, like thumbs up. Good job, guys. If, sure. if you're a huge historical fan of Market Garden, and I'm going to guess a lot of you are because this is the quintessential special operations kind of thing, you know, against all odds, attack, take the bridge, objective, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, this, buy this book. I'm going to tell you right now, just buy it. It's worth it. All right, so from a historical aspect then, for folks who may not be completely familiar with it or who don't have the book already, what... What in a synopsis? Not a synopsis. In a synopsis <laughs> point, <laughs> what was Market Garden? Okay, an epic failure. Yes. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It didn't work. <laughs> spoiler alert! It it ends up being a a, a fairly epic failure. Yes. Um, so the idea is, uh, Market Garden takes place in September of forty four. So it's after Normandy, it's after the liberation of most of France at this point. Um, but the problem is, is the Allies' supplies are all coming in still through the Normandy beachhead, which is a terrible bottleneck for getting, any, getting supplies out to the front. And 
And why was it a bottleneck well, exactly? Well, all your food, your fuel, your ammunition, all that stuff has to come in through one area. And you're trying like one, and, and they're not even great ports. They're they're makeshift ports we built and sank out there. So you're, it's, okay. it's very hard to keep armies, very plural on that, supplied when everything's got to come through one place. Right? Okay. I mean, logistics wins wars. Let's let's just be clear about that from the beginning. And this mm-hmm. was a logistical nightmare. And so after, I mean, after Normandy, the Allies were, were rolling through France towards Germany at a breakneck speed. But when those supply lines get stretched so far, it becomes harder and harder to keep that pace up. And you start to, and you so, start to the point where you just can't. So from that aspect, as, as far as supply lines go, the um, the goals of Market Garden. What does Market Garden, a successful Market Garden, what does it do for the okay. Allies, it, from a supply well, line it, standpoint? It's it doesn't necessarily improve the supply lines. What it does is because supply lines become stretched, the, the momentum of the thing, the momentum of the Allied advance is kind of it's starting to peter out. Right, we're getting slower and slower and slower. We're not taking twenty miles of territory every day. So the idea behind Market Garden is is um, it's incredibly audacious, but it says, hey, let's get uh, a bridgehead into Germany right here across. We're, we're just going to do it. We're going to get the bridgehead. It's going to invigorate everybody, and we're going to drive into Germany because we've got the Germans on the run right now. Here's the, the coup de grace. We're going to break them, and this is going to end the war in in 44. Right. It was, a, it was a, a last push to end the war before Christmas. It's, it's, that, it's that taking... It's taking all your chips and putting them on one number on the roulette wheel, and if you hit that number, you know you're, you're set for life. And then watching the marble bounce off and land in the floor. <laughs> Some, all right, like so that, this yeah. <laughs> some Timmy swallowed yeah. it. <laughs> yes. So this feels more so, like again, a psychological thing, no, maybe, than oh, no. a supply line so, thing. So, market garden again yeah. is is it's it's a two part thing. It's market and garden. You got the the market, which was the the paratrooper attack, and the garden, which was the ground force. That was supposed to resupply them and meet up with them and secure the route, which actually yeah. turned out to be turned out to be a rescue mission for yeah. them. But but it didn't. That's what it was supposed to be, and that's why the market garden always gets clumped together. It's two separate actions that were meant to join up. Yeah, we're trying okay. to get what we're doing, cool. Dale, is we're trying to get into Germany as fast as possible. Right? We don't have the supplies mm-hmm. to continue the kind of advance that we have been doing up to this point. So rather than a broad front push. We're going to take the samurai approach and make one master stroke to try to end the war. Does that make sense? Okay. We're putting all our resources sure. in one basket. We're taking the stroke. We're going to win. With winter coming down, it was a calculated right. risk. And if it's successful, the Allies are, are, are across the Rhine and into Germany, right? Yeah. That's huge, okay. right? Okay. And, and the idea is, I mean, the Germans have been on the run since the Falaise pocket collapsed at the end of the Normandy campaign. So for um, two months now, the Germans have basically simply been on the run, and we've been chasing them across across France. And so here's the master stroke to end the war. And it, like, I, like I said, it's an incredibly audacious plan. Too audacious in the end. But you, you can't. I can't fault people for trying. It's not a strategy I would employ, but I can't fault people for trying it. So, right. so the idea of the okay. plan is uh, let's let's get this. T- well, right before you before you jump into that, then so based off of the historical framework that is present in regard to 
everything that that you have and all the resources available to us is just you know out there versus what we find in the book that you currently have in your hands how do you feel like the book represents is it a fair representation do you think it encompasses everything how do you feel like it 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 handles that part of it i mean it's it's as close as i think you're probably going to get in a game recreating battles in world war ii it's very it's very awesome. specific. The scenarios chain into each other, kind of. I mean, it's a you can watch the progression of the operation through each scenario in the book. Okay, so so and again, as I said before, I only read or rather I only paid really close attention to the first part of the book that dealt with the brief kind of overview in regards to you know the setting, the environment, the theater, and then the army list and how it kind of ramped into setting the stage i did not take any time to look at the scenarios from a historical perspective within the book it sets the stage really fine you think and then it also plays it out in the yes. scenarios yeah all great all okay. the points you're going to be looking for in the market garden operation are there in a scenario nothing i don't find anything to be forgotten or left out and then just just so we understand what the the timing is how many how many months or weeks or days are we talking about in actual um, history? I have to double check here, but about nine to tw- nine to twelve days, I believe. It's an incredibly wow. short like, time frame. Super small window, a big book for a small yeah. window. Okay. Well, they did the same thing with the Battle of the Bulge. Sure, this, but this sure. is even tighter than the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, Battle of the Bulge was closer to a month, wasn't it? Yeah. So this this spans okay. the time. The operation, let me just make sure here, the operation begins on the 17th of September is when the first airborne troops drop. The operation right, officially 17th. ends on the 25th of September when everyone's like, we're done and we're just, we're, we're retreating. So. Okay. So nine days, actually. It's also right, important so. to note that uh, of, of almost everybody that did paratroop in and survived the operation didn't fight in the war ever again. Um, that's mostly for the British end of it. I'm going to offer the correction there just because okay. the Americans would go on to... The American... Well, hell, I mean, the, the you know, if you watch Band of Brothers, you know, they... Sure, the Easy Eights. Right, uh, Easy Company. Easy Company did uh, Nijmegen at the start of it, and they would end up fighting in Bastogne still, so... And and Holland, okay. so they would see a lot more. The British did not do a much... Did not do a lot of frontline fighting air, paratroopers after this, because there weren't a whole hell of a lot of them left. Frankly, they mm. took horrendous casualties so, in this operation. So we're talking nine actual days in regards to the scenarios as they're presented in the book. And we, uh, I alluded to this earlier. How many scenarios are actually in the book? <laughs> I'll get the official count here, but 26 or 27, I believe. Just flip into the back. Yeah. 26, is the la- there's the 26 is the last scenario in the book. It's rear guard action. So, yeah. All right, so 26 scenarios that potentially represent nine actual days in September of Correct. 44. That's pretty wow. cool. Okay. That's really cool. Okay. I mean, all right. so all right, so in re- so we now we have a historical context as to what actually occurred. Well, no, we have the hor- <laughs> we have what's co- sort of what's covered. So quick sure, overview sure, sure. of the operation so anybody that's not familiar with Market Garden, what they were actually trying to accomplish here. And what it is, is that you've got, from the beginning, you've got a lot of very highly trained airborne troops sitting in Europe. It's post-D-Day, and they're not doing anything. 
and they're kind of you know when you got 20 bucks in your pocket you're burning a hole in your pocket to spend it Monty was these guys were kind of burning a hole and frankly in the Allied commands pocket to use them so you've got the British Airborne the American Airborne and the Polish uh, independent parachute infantry regiment I believe brigade anyway so the idea here is is we picked one I'm calling it a highway is, is not <laughs> is not an accurate one road that'll go from where the basically where the Allies are all the way through Arnhem which is going to put you across the Rhine and into Germany and they're going to drop airborne paratroops at every major river bridge that has to be crossed with the goal of capturing those bridges and then 30 Corps which is a tank corps of the British is going to drive down that road across every one of those bridges all the friggin way to Arnhem so that's the idea um, it takes crackerjack timing because obviously airborne guys are dropping in with supplies they can carry and hopefully getting resupplies from the air but maybe not because they're behind enemy lines and so they've got to try to hold those bridges until the armor gets there which uh, it worked in a few cases and did not in a few others so in a few others it was just a matter of they held on until they could be rescued right well they held on as yeah they held on for your life because they was either be killed or be rescued right so yeah. no choice about that yeah so yeah it's sure it's a hell of an operation um cool. I w yeah i mean yeah it sounds like a, i mean it sounds like a good plan on paper a little bit you got all these i mean you got some highly qualified troops that you aren't using that seems like a waste waste of time but it seems like a spreading your shit out a little bit too much maybe well the engineers out there in our listening pool will understand this one. It's never a good idea to plan or build something with single points of failure. Sure. And if any one of these bridges is destroyed or unsuccessfully captured, it's a single point of failure in this operation. Right. And you didn't, yeah, I was I was actually thinking, I'm like, well, so did they, hopefully they had had some contingency plans if one of those bridges got bombed out. And they out, did. They had they had Bailey bridges uh, in the in 30 core for crossing anything that got blown up okay unfortunately anybody again that's done logistics knows getting somebody up from a three mile traffic jam in the rear up a single lane road with all your equipment to build a bridge is a pain in the ass right so and i'm just curious and you may not know this but in an ideal situation if those people were right there ready to go even if they were right there the bridge is out how long how long does it take to build something like that with the Army Corps of Engineers and, or whatever the British equivalent is? If, uh, the Royal Engineers, if you're under fire or not, it, I mean, that adds time to it. I think best case scenario, it's, it's relatively quick, and by that I mean yeah, four to five hours days. maybe. You could probably get a, a footbridge across and, you know, six to eight. You know, they because really pushed it, yeah. you know, it, it's pretty remarkable that they could do that, but still it's just one of those things that just... Has an impact in those yeah. operations. Well, it's, just, this, those it blows my those mind. Pontoon bridges were put out pretty yeah. quick because they have you know prefab. Everything's prefab. Yeah. And stuff. Everything's prefab. It's just you got to get it tied down and put together. And it depends how which river you're crossing. How wide is it? You know, if you're trying to cross okay. a half mile right. river, sure. <laughs> it, and how strong is the current? So there's a lot of variables in that. It's pretty extraordinary it's that there was enough forethought into that that they anticipated the need for well, even just, such a thing. say a lot of the bridges they put up wouldn't be OSHA approved. Well, yeah. <laughs> fair yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> you, you, they, they weren't meant to last a decade or so. They were meant to last <laughs> a day or so. A couple days max, yeah. All right, all right. 
Right, but I mean, never mind that they're probably constantly repairing them as they needed to. Yes, right. So there's, there's, you know, I mean, but that's what the engineers. That's what they get paid the bucks to do. You know, I mean, they're there to build. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's. But ideally, they're not. They're not needed because of. Sure. Okay. Prevented the Germans from destroying them. Yes, that's ideally that's that's the idea. It doesn't tend to work that way in this scenario. And in the actual operation, it unfortunately seldom worked that way. But sure, so it goes. It's sort of. I come to never pick that one. Operation, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that might be next year. <laughs> yeah, twenty nineteen will be Operation Unfortunate. Yeah. As Operation Snafu, unfortunate. unfortunately. As a as a corollary, <laughs> what I would what I'd say the major problem, you know, everyone's got their opinion on why this didn't work, but honestly, I would tell you the reason this one didn't work from a game strategy, and that's my background mostly, is you have kind of two ways you can base strategies to win a game. One is that you're going to win unless your opponent outplays you, and the other is you're going to win mm-hmm. if you get lucky. And this was a this was an operation where they were going to win if they got lucky. And that's not a good strategy to base your to base a operation. That's is that that's what not. I'm going wrong with? That's usually what I plan on. Is getting lucky? Yeah, that's my that's strategy. Not a good plan. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> a, good not plan. a good plan. <laughs> See, I, I put this together. I do that, and if I can get some dice rolls, I'll I'll, I'll be okay. Right. If I can get three sixes in a row, everything will be perfect. Yeah, and that's a terrible right. way to yeah. base a strategy. <laughs> it is. That's like a one in 128 I, I, tries. It's or not. Like it's that. not super great odds. It's not super great odds. Yeah. So, huh? Well, that there goes that theory. Yeah, right. Yeah, just kind of, <laughs> kind of just destroyed the game for me. No. All right. So now we've got a historic, like fully historical context of the game, or of the of of Market Garden. Let's go through some of the rules that we saw in here that we liked because Pat's given us our outline and I'm looking through here. So there's a, like a new British Market Garden rule. Correct. Yeah. Is like, somewhere in there. Uh, so I don't remember. It mm-hmm. might have been right at the beginning of the the first theater and stuff like that. It was a little gray box that said, um, so if you're taking, it might have been just for British, but if you're taking all veteran troops, so now veteran paratroopers have the stubborn rule. Yes. And so if you're taking veteran paratroopers with your headquarters and your team weapons and I believe also your your uh, anti-tank guns and your your field artillery... Those also count as stubborn. In the normal rules, they don't do that. But if you're playing market garden scenarios, they extend the the paratrooper stubborn rule to those units in particular. That's as I say, that's actually cool, and I wish they would do that. Just in general, yes. Just in general, because but they do specify it, you have to be playing a market garden <clears throat> scenario. Yeah, which is yeah. unfortunate of this part because it's like if you're playing all stubborn troops, you know, like. And you're bringing veteran HQ, and you're bringing veteran mortar teams, and crazy stuff like that. Like I did to Bug Eater last year, right? No, some well, yeah. I mean, most people wouldn't do that. Most people would bring a regular mortar because there's no value in having it be a veteran, like literally, like next to none. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not enough to make up for the point difference. So, like this, at least gives you something for your money, right? Like, oh, I upgraded to veteran, I get stubborn out of it at least. Yeah, it gives you that little extra something. Yeah. There was, there was also one other snippet I saw there, and I don't remember if it applied to one of the special units we'll talk about later or not, or if it was a, 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 more of a the paratrooper thing, which is like the one in a hundred rule, which basically each of these units was just prepared to not deal with, not 
being their NCO being around, so they don't suffer the minus one penalty to morale if their NCO is capped. Okay. So it's kind of almost like the German rule, but maybe better. And, you know, the paratroopers trained in the fact that, hey, you know what? You're all going to hit the ground. You're not all going to be in the same spot. Right. So right. Your parachutes look, are gonna look to whoever's around for orders and be able to take charge, whatever, yep. you know. Right. And you might be you yeah. might be the you might be in charge. Right. Expert training, I think, is is what the rule uh, is. And there's more to it than I think that's that. a different one. Okay. But I remember is is one of those other things in the flavor text where basically is summarized the the one in a hundred is what they said. Okay. So for the okay. number of people that the number of people they're dropping, maybe one of them was actually like an NCO. Okay. And so they, they had other training. And again, you know, I might be, I just remember that being uh, as a color rule. I don't remember if applied to a couple of different units, if applied to a certain scenarios or whatever it was. I just remember that being in there and jumping out at me. You know, you know, we've, we've had the book for a total of a week and a half, and I've had it for a couple of days. Dale's had it for a couple of days. So, you know, you read through all these things and you're like, ooh, that popped at me. And you want to go back and find it, go, where was that again? I know that was something that was really interesting. Yeah, and I'm, I'm honest, God, I'm panning through the book here looking for it. I haven't found it yet, but there's a lot of really cool things like that, so it's hard to find sometimes. Yeah. So I'd like to talk a little bit about about that special rule. I think it's before the first theater selector that actually specifies that for those British troops that they all count as stubborn for market garden mm-hmm. scenarios. I think that I, I, I actually I really like the rule. Because I think that it increases the value of the book overall in regards to gaming groups and people who might who might purchase it. But because we're a little bit more than just our own gaming group, because we do go out. And so, for example, you know, we're headed to Bug Eater, and they do allow theater selectors. Um, I think it would be really cool, just like you mentioned, Pat, where there's a little bit of extra value if it wasn't just limited to Market Garden-specific scenarios if they made it for theater selectors, I think I think that would actually be a really cool thing that wouldn't necessarily be breaking or game breaking. Especially what do you when, you're, when you're talking about you know weapons team, which you're going to have one or two of, and an LT, you know, or, or your yeah, your command or whatever. Yeah. If they're if they're veteran paratrooper guys, giving them stubborn on top of that is not game breaking. No. You know. And Jeff. Check the British Glider Pilot Regiment Reinforced Platoon. Oh, That's what I have scribbled on my notes uh, here. Right? Yes. I think they have a special rule. So uh, it's the Jeff, platoon while, that must have it. While you check that, I guess I would just, you know, because, you know, tournament TOs can do whatever they want. I guess from my point of view, I would encourage folks to, to look at these new books that come out and the theater selectors, if you're allowing theater selectors for a specific time frame or all across the board, to maybe actually evaluate these rules and maybe say, you know what, this is a cool thing. And bolt action, more so than you know the other games I've been involved in, has been about you know historical, a kind of a cool thing. You know, apply these rules. Say, hey, you know what, even though it says this specific thing, maybe be open to well, you know. Applying it at a tournament level. Here you I go. Just, if, that's cool. If they're allowing, you know, if a tournament allows um, theater selectors, yeah, he's right. British glider pilot regiment reinforced platoon. It's got a uh, fairly standard platoon here. You can have zero to two lieutenants, zero to two captains, zero to three sniper teams, zero to two medium mortars, 
Um, you can have a, a six pounder and a tank gun, a zero to two recce jeeps, no tanks, no self propelled guns, no none of an aircraft, zero to one jeep tow, and special rule for the entire thing. Uh, glider pilot battalions, known as wings, had a very high proportion, 100% of officers and senior NCOs. This means all units in the selector can always ignore the loss of section leaders for morale purposes. There, there you go. go. That sounds right. So, solid. Yeah. That's cool. That that sounds That's like a, a platoon special right. rule. That sounds it's like an cool. amazing platoon, actually. <laughs> it's super yep. cool. Yeah. That's not that far from the, out of the, Brit, the armies of Britain, the actual market garden selector. Yeah. Sure. It's sure. pretty close, too, actually. But you play that one because it has the extra special role. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's super flavorful. It doesn't... It doesn't... Um, it's not negative to the... Whoever you happen to be playing. It's just this... It's just... It's an extra flavor role. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I love rules like <clears throat> that. Well, much like when we did Operation Snafu and we allowed the... What was the unit that were the, the priests or whatever Chapels. in there? The chaplain, the chaplain, and the, chaplain. And the intelligence officers, officers yeah. Or, yeah. you know, because you know what, those were cool elements that we felt don't get played enough. And hey, you know what, play those. Let's 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 do that. Yep. I don't, yeah. I don't think we saw enough of them. I wish we had more. Of uh, them. Did we have any intelligence officers at all? We did not. I know we had two or three chaplains that showed up. Yeah, I'm surprised that nobody brought an intelligence so officer. Quite honestly, maybe we need to go to 1,400 points and keep the order dice limit. <laughs> No, no. All right, let's, let's just keep. This isn't it. Keep up. This isn't board. about snafu. This is about <laughs> right, right. about market gardens. Right. So, yeah. all right. Unless wow, so, that was my fault. Sorry, good rule. <laughs> good rule. It's just. It's just that, and it's it's difficult because I, I can imagine that the author of the book is like, this book is encapsulated. It's its own thing within bolt action. So let's you know let's keep it all nice and tidy. But you know, at tos, you know, it's. Have a good time, you know. Yeah. Encourage, encourage our, you know, our players, us to have, you know, it's fun, it's cool. Totally. All right. I, I'd play that. I'd play the shit out of that. That sounds that's a solid good. list. Yeah. Yeah. Get a lot of lot of little stuff in there. A lot of little stuff. Yes. A lot of little stuff. Yep. There's a couple of them, and they're all basic variations around the same right. theme. Sure. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense as far as. I mean, they're essentially all paratroopers. Right. If it couldn't fit in a glider, you didn't get right. it. Right. For any of the, if for well, for any of the allied side stuff, they're all kind of doing the same well, thing. Well, at least for the market yeah, side. For the paratrooper. Right. Yeah, for the paratrooper yes. stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And glider troops. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Right. All right. So so it looks like there's a new U.S. selector in here as well. There's a, there's a couple uh, platoon selectors in here, yeah, theater selectors, but there's a new unit. I'm just looking at it right now, and if you if you liked that last one, you're gonna love this. Uh, it's the Ooh, oh yeah. What was that? What? Okay. Anyway, uh, new unit U.S. Pathfinders for Market Garden. All right, these are veteran infantry. You get six NCO and five men. That's um, looks like max squad size. There's six for 96 points. Jeez. Uh, they come one NCO and one of the guys got an SMG. The rest have rifles. The entire squad can give an anti-tank, anti-suicide, blah blah blah. Here's the good part: special rules, exceptional training. The exceptional level of training and motivation means that Pathfinder teams always use their unmodified morale of 10 for any and all morale-based tests. Order tests, morale checks, tank fear, etc. That's so that makes it... So that's that's different yeah, from stubborn um, how. Tank fear, you, you test on your 10. 
Okay. Yeah, so you ignore so tight stubborn is just stubborn is just a morale yeah, when you're taking fifty percent right. casualties. Yep. And this is this okay. Is, so all paratroopers kind of have that as they're default. They're all stubborn yes. as default. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is like super stubborn. This is like like Warhammer stubborn. You're always testing on a ten, no matter how many okay. pins you have. If there's tigers, you don't care. You're always testing on a ten. But okay. Keep in mind those pins still have impact your ability to Absolutely. shoot. Sure. And it, it's still only a six man squad. Yep. But that's really freaking awesome. So but so this, and this is uh LMG? This is the US selector only. Correct. This is US pathfinder. L- LMG in there? Negative, no LMG. So just some just rifles guns? or SMGs. Just rifles. Two two SMGs, the other four guys get rifles. Okay. okay. And it's these are are these pathfinders Correct. then? US Pathfinders. Okay, it's like the new Pathfinder unit. Okay. So these are Pathfinders. Yeah. Is there a path? Is there an old Pathfinder yes, yes. unit? Okay, but they have like so this LZ is the Pathfinder flares. Market Garden. Sure. Okay. Yeah, the old Pathfinder had the whatever the little could have the little guy with a gun that made the rest of your paratroopers easy. The, to yeah, he had the, the LZ signal thing. flare. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's also a U.S. Airborne okay. Armored Jeep listed in here. That's kind of cool. Ooh, Seventy-two points, right. veteran, pinto-mounted HMG. Its damage okay. value is 6 plus soft skin. It's got recce. It also has special rule frontal armor. This vehicle cannot be damaged by small arm hits from the front arc. Ooh. Okay. So it takes pins as normal, though. That's but really good. Situationally useful, Very. actually. 72 points. Mm. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's a little pricey, but it's got an HMG, which is kind of nice. Well, Can that come in on a glider with other yep. paratroopers? Cool. Is it a transport or is it just an armored car? It doesn't list a passenger capacity. So it is an armored car, armored so car. It, it doesn't get blown up if it gets too close Correct. to something. Okay. That's important. It is important. All right. It is. That's a real important distinction. Yeah. Well done. All right. That's, that, that's I, cool. That's, that's a nice little... Bonus? Can you get more than you can't have dual linked on it? Can you? You can't get no, two. No, it's MMGs. only it's, and it's an HMG, and it's only an Correct. HMG. You can't actually that get is an the MMG. Only weapon option. Okay. On it. Yeah, that's like Thumbs three shots with two pen plus one pen plus one pen plus one. Yeah, so okay. three sixty because it's pintle. It's an HMG. Okay. So take care of your planes too. Yeah, it's, it's flak. Yeah, it's got it. some flak on it. Yeah. So. Oh, it's not. It's not the worst choice I'm ever. Not, it's kind of interesting for something. And that's that's flat. veteran, right? For, for an army or for like a theater selector that you're not going to have any armor, it might not be a for bad a choice. theater selector. Kind of okay, spoiler alert: for a theater selector where you're going to be seeing a lot of enemy armored cars, it's awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So those those are the two new units in the in the U.S. side. Um, I'm just flipping pages here, so I'm just going to go right down the list. There's there's one small. One small uh, caveat I want to point out there that there is, uh, I believe it's the U.S. Theater Selector that allows them to take a British artillery observer for free in their Correct. list. Correct, yeah, sorry, that's in the American Reinforced Parachute Platoon. Zero to one, yep. British artillery observer. For free. For free. Wait, they get it, they get it, they get the special rule. Yeah, including yes. free of points, yep. same cost basis as normal British. Free of points. Yeah. It's. It's an American selector with a free artillery British observer. artillery observer. Instead of Rick, go ahead and go ahead and the. No, no, I'm just trying to figure this out. No, I'm trying to figure this out because no, wait, because they so, normally have an air observer. 
So in this case, they have an artillery observer instead. Right. Uh, it doesn't stop them from taking the air observer. Those are uh, wait. So they get both. The there is no. There is no air observer. Yeah, list. it would make no sense for them yeah. to have an air observer in this. Well, they don't get a free air observer anyway. No. Just their it's air just, observer has a special. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. All right. So in this selector, then Jeff, how many tanks can the Jet. American selector tank take? Right. How many um, armored cars? Uh, they can get the armored jeeps. Zero three. Mm-hmm. The special oh, wow. armored yep. jeeps, right? Okay. Um, how many medium mortars can they um, take? Medium mortar. Uh, two. Zero two. No, scratch that. Scratch this is that. Pretty scratch freaking... that. That's the sixty millimeter light mortar. Zero two light mortars. So okay. they can only they can only take light mortars, but they they do get the free British. Artillery observer, I'll take it. So there's, you know, um, they I mean, also could take zero two light or medium howitzers. Wait, how many? Zero two light two? or medium howitzers. Wow, how they? Two medium howitzers. Oh, wait, parachutes three, uh, that thing. <laughs> three HMG it's the down without a gun shield, so it's actually not that much heavier than the seventy five. Okay, sure. Yeah, I know that the British paratroopers also don't have the gun shield on their on their right. Also, um, there's one other. The Pathfinder units. What are the um, uh, before you jump into the next thing, uh, Jeff? The Pathfinder units. Do they have no, to take them, or are choice. they limited? They're zero one choice. After the two, what's the two troop choices? U.S. paratrooper squads, or oh, or U.S. Pathfinder squads. Okay, so you can actually have three Pathfinder squads, which are maxed at six. Six, Correct. six per. It's not maxed. You have it's, to take six. It's just a selection people. of six guys. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. One other thing, cool. <clears throat> one Super other thing flavorful. in that platoon, I almost missed, is the zero one resistance squad. Inexperienced, may not have more than one SMG, and that will be your Dutch resistance fighters. Which now I've got to find that I can watch. What are those? I've got to find that units in here somewhere. Uh, they're <laughs> new. The <laughs> they're new. Fighters. I got them yep. right here, Jeff. So they're thirty-five points for inexperienced uh, NCO informant rifles. One man be given SMG for plus three. They have local knowledge. The Americans were more open to cooperating with the resistance movement. Made much greater effort to benefit. German player cannot benefit from hidden rule if the resistance squad is fielded by an That's American awesome. force. Yep. All right. That's freaking yeah. awesome. And so this, the resistance squad included in any of the selectors in this market garden book, they're all exactly the same. It nullifies the hidden option right, for That's the general rule. It, it has to be, it's selectors. So it's just the American force yes. selectors that are in that. Yeah. So they're the only ones okay. that can take them. Yeah, cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Okay. The Americans were more trusting of the locals than the British were. I'm not saying anything. Made more, u- made more use of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were, Actually, they were you know more what? That's, open that's to better. cooperation with the resistant yes. movement as well. That's the, a big difference. Or gullible. The, the wording is saying here. I love our British brothers, so <laughs> I just wanted to poke a little bit. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over two pages here. <clears throat> the next. Well, wait. Before you move on, what do you guys think? Do you think this is is cool? Is solid? I mean, the Pathfinders with their exceptional training. It's just a six-man unit, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sold on those guys. But I, like the theaters that he's talking about, like the theater selectors, they've got some flavor, like, and they're, and and like Jeff was pointing out, they may not be completely balanced, or like, I, sorry, you were pointing out, you know, they're not completely balanced. But hey, all of a sudden you're getting an art, artillery observer, 
which well, might help balance things out again. Also, also keep this in, in the context of the book itself, too. Sure. You know, with the other selectors that are in this book, we're going to see those kind of weighing two with each other. Now, if you're going to put this down against your triple bamboo spear Japanese unit, no. yeah. you know, is that going to have a rough, is that going to have a rough day? Well, anyone's going to have a rough day. I was going to say, that's not a good comparison. Like That's a super outlier, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, like that, that's going to... But it is, a, it is a fair point. It is a fair point. It's, it's you know, the, the tournament perspective in regards to local meta and, you know, versus, variables and things versus like that. Versus campaign play in the context of this book. I think you're doing okay. Sure, sure, sure. And more to the historical accuracy of it is probably more than what they're looking for than, hey, this is a super competitive list. You want to play this and you'll win. Right, so, and a fair question, kind of outside of our critique of this book in particular, just as an honest, and this is an honest question, and I'll give my honest feedback as well, uh, maybe before I ask you guys, or rather before you guys answer, is that when it comes to tournament play, uh, based on our limited experience, maybe not limited at this point, historical versus meta, competitive, you know, I, I want to crush everybody before me. Um, my point of view is that I think that from a historical perspective, there is a lot more buy-in, jump-in, I'm excited about a specific theater than there is, I just want to crush everybody. So this kind of list, I think, is going to be okay and works in those tournaments that allow this kind of thing. What do you guys think? I'd say generally that's accurate. Yeah, I don't disagree. Okay. For the most part. Which does kind of change a little bit. That list is going to struggle. Of the values. That, that list is going to struggle in competition. Which one? In what way? It it doesn't have enough answers armor. for armor. Okay, so the armor aspect of it. I mean, okay, I think I that's a good that. critique. Do we, I mean, do we think two? I mean, I don't know with with certainty here, but I mean, two medium howitzers is going to do something. Howitzers aren't that great against armor. Yeah, I'm, you can get medium anti tank guns in there too, though. Well, then, then you've got a chance, but uh, get... you're really you're really playing a specific yeah. flavor of that selector, then. I, but and that's okay. That can be okay. Sure. I, I I guess from my from the strategies I've seen that are going, if I have to go anti tank, but I'm going strong heavy infantry, then you're you're almost you have your units have to be able to take care of of armor, which is like you got the Panzerfausts and the stuff like that and units. Isn't there? Be, isn't there a bazooka in that selector? No. This is too early for bazookas, no, no, right? No, 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 no. No, this is 44. No, 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 no. Oh, then why the hell would they not right, have bazookas? Calm down. I got the list in front of me. There is a 0-1 bazooka right. team. Okay. Woo-hoo. All right. How about Piat? Well, that would be the British. So there's, Those are British. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, American. I know, I know. Okay. So a slight mitigation there. So... Maybe a little bit of wiggle room, but I, I like the critique, Pat, actually. Yeah. And it's important because, you know, we can't, I mean, we, we often agree, but, you know, sometimes it's okay. Well, keep uh, mind, right, cool. I, I've played a, a market garden list, and all of these are just slight, slight tweaks around what is available in the actual armies of Great Britain. They're very close. I think they actually, with the inclusion of the bazooka, which is far superior to the Piat, and it's only 20 points more, is is definitely a good hinge to it. The fact that they actually well, can take some some medium howitzers yeah. or medium. It's an American list still, so right. Do you feel Do you feel a little bit slighted that they get the free artillery observer? No, I think more people should have that because it's you All know right. it doesn't always help you. 
<laughs> I like it too. <laughs> Seeing enough American players, it's, it's going to hinder them as much as it helps them. You're you know, right. I've, I've had feel my pain. I've had enough of those go on. I'd like <laughs> once in a while someone else to have a free one, just so they can like go. I don't know why you put this guy in your list. Like, exactly. Misery loves company. Yes. <laughs> never fire okay. the damn thing. Is that the only American selector there? Yes, Jeff. Okay. Okay. All right. What's Still next? pretty good. Next one is your British or Polish Airborne Forces. So this would be my only... If I'm going to critique this book and things I don't like about it, I, I was really hoping they'd give the Poles their own special army rules for the Airborne. Yeah. And they did not. Merp, merp. I know they they, okay. they trained with the British. They used British equipment, so it makes sense in, a, in one way, but I really wish they would have. But so it goes. So this is... Uh, yeah. I'm just going to give a quick rundown of the reinforced platoon here. It's lieutenant, first or second, two paratroop sections, your compulsories. After that, one captain major, one medic, or zero two forward observers. Like it. First, first one's three. free, second nice. one's 115 points, I believe. Yep. Uh, zero that. four infantry squads, paratrooper sections, zero one. Now, these guys get a resistance squad, Pat. Nice. We may okay. not have more than one SMG. Thought... Yeah, yeah. Well, the resistance squad said that their special rule in the resistance squad. When says they're working that, with the Americans, uh, they get the no hidden rule. But it says fielded by an American force. Right. So you could still field yeah. them. You just can't. You don't. They're they don't cheap. get that special rule against hidden. It, it's okay. how you get your cheap troops if you want inexperienced okay. troops in this list. Sure, if you, you want, you just want a thirty-five sure. point order dice, or you in historically there. want to have a Dutch resistance squad helping you out. You know. Yeah, which just, they just don't trust them as much. One medium machine gun, two mortar teams, light or medium. One, okay. One pain in the uh, <laughs> piat team, one sniper or one and excuse me and one zero one flamethrower team. Oh, okay. So they bring a flamethrower, which is awesome. Zero one field artillery light. It's the seventy five millimeter pack howitzer, uh, six pounder or seventeen pounder anti tank gun, or you can bring a twenty millimeter Polston. Not bad. No armored cars. Okay. No tanks. Uh, transport, Jeep, or a universal carrier. Really? You can bring a universal carrier. That's awesome. How the hell did really? they get that no in? Flipping clue. Well, they're actually, they're relatively, they're about the same, just slightly larger than a Jeep, honestly. I used to say they look like they weigh like twice as yeah, much, they, though. Well, you put, a horse could probably take one of them. But, you know, sure. it still seems right. heavy. Or my personal favorite, now that I've seen it, Zero two cut down Morris tractors for towing the seventeen pounder guns. <laughs> Those look so much better than the actual Morris tractors. Yeah, they look really cool. They look a little more like they look a little more like an actual transport or a little towing yeah. thing. A Morris quad looks like a pug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And then armored cars, the zero two British airborne reconnaissance jeeps. Not bad. This is a solid list. Yeah, that seems very solid to me. But you can drop a seventeen pounder in there. That's your answer to anybody bringing a tank. Yeah, I was I was going to actually say I'm like up until the seventeen pounder. I'm like this list is comparable to the Americans, but then you got the flamethrower, you got the seventeen pounder, you got a Piat, which is not as good as a bazooka, but you got a lot of you got a lot of kit in there. Yep, it's fun. Well, one other cool. We're going to get to something that makes the Piat a little bit better late in this book, but okay. Still. Uh, and then, so that's the British or Polish Airborne Forces selector. All right, hang on. So I just jumped back in. Before you move on, <laughs> is this the only Polish selection? I believe in the book? so. Yes. 
that's mildly that's, disappointing that's in my was, opinion. That was my feeling as well. Well, okay. but again, this is like, is that out of historical context? I mean, it sounded like these guys were all kind of the same. So here's the deal. They're, they're using the same equipment, the poles are. They have a lot different oh, motivation yeah. and somewhat different training. Sure, I misheard that question. But yes, okay, so the fact that the Polish didn't have their own list is what That's you're saying what we're saying. They should have their own Correct. theater selector. Got it. Right, got it. I felt like they just kind of kind of just merged them together a sure. little bit. I, I, I heard that as there's only one British selector that, that's kind of No, because there's more British selectors. There's only one. Oh, there's more British selectors. Okay, all right. Right, it's just this is the only Polish sure. selector in the book. Okay, and, got and, it. And just to make it even less fun, that is virtually the same list out of the book of Market Garden out of the Army's yep. Great Britain. With the exception of you can get one more recce jeep. Yep. Out of the and and in the special rule section, it recommends for the Polish to give them the vengeance special rule. Yep. Which is fine. And the rest should have tough fighter or up and atom yeah. for the British. Whoopee. Up and atom is good. That's I know solid. it's good, but I'm just if you're ever going to give the Poles something, this is the place to do it because un- unless we do a fillets pocket list with the Polish armored division. This is this is the Polish airborne list, and this is they, they're shining. This is the time they actually got to fight. All right. So because I don't know what that is, what is a fillet's pocket um, list? Oh, Jesus, that's uh, the breakout from Normandy. It's it's uh, they basically had all of the German defenders from Normandy that were retreating and got them surrounded on three sides, and the Poles and the mm-hmm. Canadians drove in to close that pocket, so it cut them off and encircle them, and. And oh. did a so like a cool military kind of yeah, but it's also one where you're going to take an ass load of casualties and be in a hell of a fight because everybody's trying to get out past you. All right, so do and, and I'm, I'm putting it out there, and I it, it is kind of a leading question if I'm being honest. Do we feel like perhaps we missed an opportunity here to really give the the poles an opportunity to shine in something that they actually did historically yes. shine in. Unequivocally okay. for me, yes. This is a missed opportunity. Right. Okay. And it, it may not have taken a great deal of effort to kind of really allow them to have their own single selector and just something. Right. Okay. All right. And I just, I, I did want to mention that because I kind of felt the same way because I went back through it when I was reading it to look at, because I think I remember seeing some feedback on the Bolt Action Facebook page about the polls and maybe getting their own selector. And I'm like, well, did they get one? And it was just this British poll paratrooper list. They got to share a yeah. list. It, it literally <laughs> would have taken one page in this book to give them their own list and their own army special role for this. I was just th- so perhaps a missed opportunity. Uh, there's no perhaps about it. It's a missed opportunity. That was what I was going to ask. They're, the Polish don't have a list anywhere. Then, They've correct? got an early war list in France and the Allies, yeah. Okay, so Officially. they do have some special rules somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but, it, but they're not, they don't represent this no, at all. No, because it's early war. It has... You know, right, right. And very different context. Or troop type even. I'm, so. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm strongly resisting going off on like a five-minute rant here about how the Poles get overlooked <laughs> so hardcore because they yeah. fought the longest in this well, war, right? They were, they, from the start well, to the let's, finish, the Poles were fighting. <laughs> sure. Let's, let's dig into that a little bit then. Because oh, I don't know if we have enough time for that tonight. All right, fair enough. Let's just okay. say 
the Poles got screwed on the Allied side in many contexts, and their achievements are overlooked far too often for the amount of fighting and the contribution they gave to the war effort. And it wouldn't have killed you to give them their own flipping list. It would have cost you one page. It wouldn't have hurt anything. This was the chance to do it, and we missed it. And that's severely disappointing. Doesn't wreck the book. Doesn't do anything terrible, but it is a disappointment. I'll leave it there. Well, and feedback comes back to, you know, if we can point out where maybe they missed something that would have been a positive, that's yep. that's okay. I mean, we have to be that's, honest. And, so, okay. we, and, and we don't have to hit every single list and unit in this. We can just, we, we don't have to spend 20 minutes in each one. We can skip and hit the highlights, and that's that's just fine, too. It's, sure, All right. sure, it's, sure. It's a valid point, the fact that the, the Polish could have really been brought out a little bit more in this. No, absolutely. I think if, if there's anything to take from it, and I think that is probably, it's been said before and it's not like it's not been said, is that that probably could have been yeah. a bigger deal. That would deal. be my takeoff from this. Let's, let's, I'm going to leave it there. That would be my takeoff from the Army list. I wish sure. they would have done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to play devil's advocate a little bit, we, we haven't written this book. I don't know what research has gone into it. I'm assuming a great deal has gone into it. And if it comes down to it and everything was exactly the same and it made the most amount of sense to put them together, you know, I mean, I can't necessarily fault what actually ended up True. coming out. It's just that from our, from where we're at, it, you know, if there had been a differentiation between the two, that would have been sweet. You know, I don't know if historically that is possible, but again, just devil's advocate. I don't know, but yep. yeah, sure. All right, okay. What's next? Let's, let's jump over to the twenty-first uh, independent. Oh, Jesus, hang on. Yep, got it here. Yeah. Okay, British Pathfinder units. Yep. Um, quick. Uh... Now they weren't necessarily Pathfinders. They no, weren't called, called that. The twenty-first independent company section. This quickly became my favorite army list in the book. Okay, real quick rundown of the list. It's uh, one cap. I'm going to have to read the independent company section list here. 70 point veterans, you get five men with rifles. You can add seven more men at 14 points each. Up to 12 then. NCO and five others can take an SMG. One guy can have a light machine gun. Another becomes the loader. They have the exceptional training rule, so they're always testing on a 10. And you can have a captain and two of them are your compulsories. And then you take one major, one medic, and two more of those as your regular choices. Four light mortar teams, three Piat teams, three sniper teams, two medium machine gun teams. No armored cars, no tanks, no artillery. And if you want to transport anything, you get 0-1 horse-drawn limber. (laughs) That's that's a pretty cool friggin' list. Now, you said the horse-drawn limber... Was there no, some artillery no there? I don't know what the hell it's pulling. Wow. Okay, so uh, giggles and, and grins. <laughs> so Jeff, Jeff and Pat, this is all infantry. Yes. It's isn't a straight it? infantry it's list. Infantry. But it's complete infantry that you know most the majority of your units with the the compulsory plus the other remainder, twelve man squads with the exceptional training role. Yeah, it's freaking awesome, man. So we have the new unit, and then we have the theater selector that essentially takes yes. the new unit. Okay. So the only thing you have to answer for armor in this is three piots? Um, yeah. And four light mortars. 
Yeah, it's not doing it. Well, see, and now, and now the, the, in, the, Pins. in the flavor text they talk about, so sure. it's a 12-man squad, but basically it's a 10-man squad with a two-man light mortar team attached to it is basically how the squad's breaking okay. down. Okay, all right, so it's supposed, to, it's supposed that's to be, right. but it's not. Okay, yeah, if you read it. through the background of it, that's kind of mm. what they are. And again, the other thing to remember, remember that, about this is most of the opponent lists you're going to see, the German lists, not that many of them have heavy armor available. Sure. Basically yeah. just the guys you see in Arnhem. Other than that, okay. it's a lot of armored cars. It, it sounds like a good list. So where were the 21st fighting? Uh, they were like the, they were the tip of the spear. Yeah. Were they the, guy, the tip the of the spear? Drops into the secure the landing zones and mark them for the rest of the guys coming in. Okay, which, so they which were the reflected very in some of the scenarios yes. later on. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So, in in a scenario, in a meta that's wide open, what do we think? In a meta that's wide open, uh, they're going to struggle. But I bet yeah. they're really fun. But sure. I, you're going to see, so what? You can drop probably forty infantry plus some teams on the table. They're all veteran, all right? All veteran, you know, thirty exceptional training, which means they're always on a table. You get close to forty troops, forty-eight guys if you max them. Plus a couple, plus a couple weapons team on the table. That's going to give somebody a moment of pause when they realize they're not Japanese bamboo spearmen. Yeah. That's pretty flick and scary. Yeah, not gonna lie. That's gonna give somebody a moment pause because they can they can ten, take anti tank weapons, right? Well, they can take anti tank grenades. Yeah, yeah. So, which and you know I've expressed my particular disinterest on those in the past as far as their effectiveness is concerned, but you can't take them. Nope. And they're, test, they're testing on straight ten to charge that tank. So for everything, yep. right. A little better off than your regular Joe paratroopers. So they're 14 points each, right? That's correct, yes. Correct. So a, a, a regular veteran trooper is 13 points. So one point for exceptional training. Is yes. that good value? Oh, God, yes. Seems good. I agree. Okay. Yeah. There's one other unit that I wanted to, and I think this is a, previous, this is a selector from the airborne landing. I think it's back a page or two, Jeff. The British Air Landing Scout Section. Uh, yeah, yep. So they're a they're a five man points. straight. Everybody's got points. an SMG. But you can have two Correct. LMGs. Two LMGs in the squad. And they can be advanced Scout, deployed. Scouting sections can be deployed at the same time and in the same way as snipers, spotters, and observers. Very nice. So wow. those guys go in the Airborne Reconnaissance uh, Troop Reinforced Platoon, which, again, uh, doesn't have a lot. This Oh, this is the one that uh, Ian and I were talking about. This is the one that's got the six Airborne Recce Jeeps in it. Oh, yeah, we saw, I saw it. Yeah, this is a, a specific theater selector. Nope, sorry. Nope, nope. Wrong, wrong, wrong list. list. Mm-hmm. Wrong list. But still, these guys are good. Killing me small. These guys are good. Yeah, those are yeah, so those, those guys are in the the British Air, Airborne, Airborne Reconnaissance Troop Reinforced Platoon. Yep, the Air Landing Platoon. Yep. All right, so to wrap up the twenty first Independent that has the exceptional training, is this this is that kind of ties everything off yep. as far as they're concerned. Okay. okay. The Airborne Reconnaissance Troop Reinforced Platoon gets those guys we were just talking about, and up to six mm-hmm. British Airborne Recce Jeeps. 
All right, so talk. So tell us about this theater selector. Oh, well, it's the Airborne Reconnaissance Troop Reinforced Platoon. <laughs> so these guys, so these guys drop in. They got the jeeps. They're supposed to do all the reconnaissance. They scout out areas. They scout out, you know, the other LZs. They look for the enemy. And they ride around in jeeps. Max out. So they max out men in jeeps. Around a thousand points, you could put sixteen jeeps on the table. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, so they're. Yes, core, I did the math on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Their core troop two selection. Two troop sections, max six men per unit. Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. So you got to take a lieutenant you first. You got to take two squads of six guys each, maximum of six guys each, and then you can take zero six British airborne recce jeeps for your armored car selection. But Jeff, I didn't think I could split my troops amongst multiple trains. They don't. They have yeah. special rule. Special rule. Oh, they they do. Okay. A special rule. What this is the way, special they can rule? Be split. This way, uh, each six-man paratroop section can be transported in two jeeps, and the entire formation can be mounted or towed by jeeps. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Now, so how many jeeps can we get out of this, Pat? Sixteen. Counting, let's see, and about just under a thousand, and that was. So that's getting the six recce jeeps, which can have you know two twin medium machine guns, which is two twin linked, freaking awesome. That's ten guns. shots. Yeah, and then uh, the other ten to kit to tote the boys around. And because the warlord oh. kits of the gliders are so cool, that would make an awesome um, display board with a bunch of gliders. Well, of course, the gliders didn't land anywhere close to each other, but still, it's kind of... Well, the Jeep's got wheels. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd only have to have one glider. You can make it, like, the rendezvous. They pick the, the rest of those up on yeah. the way. It's the rendezvous point. So this one's also got the 0-1 Piat team and a 0-1 light mortar or Piat, so it can have two Piats, so it's got some chance at armor. The two medium mortar teams, which is always fun, because the more indirect HE you can get, you're doing awesome. I'm a big fan of indirect HE. Yeah, that's because it works. Because Snafu dies always roll six. That's there you that, go. that is it. So I think that's the majority of the British. The only other one that's in there is their the armored corp. Thirty core. Thirty core. So before we we move on to to the triple X, um, has anybody picked up one of the glider kits from Warlord? No, I got mine before all the stuff came out. It was neat. Negative. Anybody no, else? I have not either. Okay, no. so we can't necessarily offer any feedback on on what those kits work work or look like or work or how they are putting together. My, okay. my only piece of feedback is I don't think it actually flies. Oh, it flies. You just got to throw it hard enough. <laughs> not very well. <laughs> sure. All okay. Right. All right. So so the the airborne recon theater selector. It sounds really cool. I mean, that's a lot of Jeeps. Do we feel like that would actually work? I I wonder if it would, if you could get... You can get so wherever mobile. you want to. Yeah. How many Piats can we get in that? Two. Yeah. Two. But that that's usually enough for armor, though. Think about it, because only one piece or two pieces of armor. It, it's a trick, though, because they're all veterans, right? And, I mean... I have you know, not gotten a piece to blow off. crap up yet. <laughs> now, and and none of the transport jeeps have any kind of weapons on them per se. It would be so right. cool though. It, it would look put awesome. Sixteen be so jeeps fun. sitting out there—that would Dear be Lord. hysterical. 
<laughs> Jeff, what do you 42. think? Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. I don't know what to tell you. I think you could have a hell of a Life. lot of fun with it. I don't know if it's if it's really competitive or not, but you could have a hell of a lot of fun with it. In the end, that's all that should matter. There um, you go. I like Perfect. that. Okay. All right, so tell us about the uh, XXX. Hang on. Isn't that Hang Vin Diesel? I'm chewing something. All right, 30 core. All right for 30 core. Is it 30 core? I guess I don't know what to call oh, this. That's, room that's what girls. XXX is. Yeah, it's 30 core. It, it's it's not porn. Well, it could be. The British porn core. I don't, I don't know if that has the same <laughs> ring to it. It's the morale core. <laughs> The, the morale <laughs> core. Wow. <laughs> Propaganda wing of the British British right. Army. So the oh, Guards dear. Armored Division, if you want to call them that instead of... It's a leading formation in 30 Corps. Here's their selector. you got to take a lieutenant, first or second, and two infantry sections. Those are your compulsors. Just like yep. British infantry? That's Anything? Yep. Okay. You can get a captain or major. You can get an artillery observer for free. You can get a medic. You have zero one infantry sections in your infantry choices. Ooh. Artillery Ouch. is zero two guns Weird. from the light twenty five pounder field artillery, or the six pounder. Wait, so that is that a zero two twenty five pounder? Zero two for artillery. Yeah. It can be either the field artillery, the light twenty five pounder, or the anti tank gun six pounder, or the anti tank gun seventeen pounder. Zero, zero two. two. Wow. So you have two seventeen. Well, we pounders. love the we love the we seventeen do. pounder yeah. fear. No yeah. armored cars, and then zero two vehicles from cruiser, tank, the Cromwell, Sherman 3, Sherman 5, or Sherman VC Firefly. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Pat, how how is this then? Really tempting to mm-hmm. play. I tried to get Rick okay. to get into a scenario to play it, but he oh. wouldn't fight. Yeah, I... Yeah, you gave me two scenarios to choose from, and I chose the one that looked less like I was going to get butt raped (laughs) (laughs) it's late enough for i'm gonna say that i'm like wow these look really bad pat i don't know i'm gonna win oh wait i'm not supposed to all right i get it well and there's also the transport the bren carrier makes it into the transport selection along with the m5 which is the half track quad tractors um quad tractors all right so historically then jeff how does the 30 core they were in the way fit into market garden yeah jeff and pat how does this work (laughs) Their garden, right? Yep. And and by garden you mean the infantry um, the, the that tanks, kind of pushes through to link road. up the tanks. Yeah. They're supposed okay. to go up all yeah, the roads. So this is why they have actual yeah, tank these guys selections. Drive up Hell's Highway, so. And this this isn't this isn't an armored no, platoon this is by the way. Not an armored platoon. They Yep, this is a regular reinforced platoon. But they get two pieces of armor. Correct. Yep. And okay. two artillery guns. Does the three infantry max? That's correct. Is yeah, that a limitation? No snipers, no flamethrowers, no mortar no, teams. Nothing fun in the infantry. Is this balanced, or is that too much of a hindrance to be, quote-unquote, competitive in what we would consider to be our tournament meta? I think this is balanced. I think this balances itself out. Yeah. I, I Worth taking, yeah. though. Looks fun. Looks oh, Pat, yeah. worth taking? I want to run it. <laughs> Rick, what about you? You think this would be worth taking? I think so. I, I'm I got with you guys. Yeah. I was to say, I mean, I don't know if I would take the Fireflies. I think I would take whatever option I have that's 
anti-infantry and rely on the 17-pounders to take uh, care Firefly of the Firefly has a three-inch HE. Is that? Oh, right? that's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Then. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So you got you got two 17-pounders and two Fireflies. That's four three-inch HE. How many points? How many points is uh, that? 140 for the 17-pounders and so just, just around 300 for the 280. Firefly. Or no, 280, 280. 280 and about... And how many for the Fireflies? 300 for the Fireflies. Oh, man. For both of them? And you only... Wow. 300 each. 300 each. Oosh. Well, I mean, you're killing a lot of stuff, but you're not necessarily... That's... Versus the Sherman 5, which has got a 75 millimeter, is only 2-inch HE at 200 points. Wow. Do you have any other cheaper options? Well, the Cromwell, the Sherman 3, and the Sherman 5 are all stat-wise identical. Okay. All right, so Jeff, in this theater selector, how many units max can you have that would actually be able to capture or hold objectives? Eek. There's your your Achilles heel. Yeah, that's the balance. It could be fun just obliterating something. Artillery observer could... Small do teams, something. You, small teams usually can't. <laughs> maybe, maybe contest. Only in our tournaments. Well, no, that's we're not the first tournament that's done that. <clears throat> Besides, our tournament is the world, right? Weren't we? Ours is the only one that matters. Yeah, uh, fair point. To us, okay. anyway. It's a really cool selector, but mm-hmm. it's okay. I like this one. Thumbs up, Thumbs up guys. Yeah, yeah. I want to play it. Okay. I've, I've, there are several of those that I would love to play, actually, out of the British selectors that you that we've just talked about. Like, there's there's some of the German ones too I want to play too. Well, we're let's get into the allies. Let's get into the Axis side then, so we can get through this. What's well, next? All right, let's yep. let's let's keep moving. Sorry, I'm slowing things down. Guys. No, it's okay. This All is right, good. German you're asking forces. the right questions. Um, wow. So the first selector in here is old men and boys, German second line units. <laughs> Yikes, this is right? the, that's this super is the one you inspiring. want. Phrasing? No, Phrasing? That's what it is. Old men and boys. <laughs> it's, it literally says that. Erd, elder und Jugend. Okay. Jugend. Actually, I don't know what old is. So, you're, you're, so it's, Sounds good. you have to take an inexperienced second lieutenant mandatory and two German Ouch. line of communication squads. What the hell are those? Line of communication squads. Five men. One soldier can have an LMG. Another soldier is a loader. And they're inexperienced infantry. Wow, that's garbage. Okay. For you're for only free? taking this if a scenario tells yeah. you to. Right. Or, yeah. or you're or, playing with a if you yeah. So you're playing or the pets. If you want to be like, like, you know, really historically accurate. You can take headquarters, one captain regular, thank God, or one medic. Fluffy bunny. Zero infantry choices, zero to six more German line of communication squads or alarm patrols. What the hell is an alarm patrol? Five guys, one SMG, and four (laughs) rifles. Alarm! Alarm patrols were under strict orders to return to their parent formation as quickly as possible in the event of a crisis, and the appearance of hundreds of aircraft would certainly be a crisis. In any case, there would be very little five men could do in the face of thousands of airborne. So they always retreat off the table if they are unable to secure a victory by destroying or neutralizing Pathfinder teams by the conclusion of the relevant scenarios. Jesus Christ. Wait, so what? you have to beat a Pathfinder team, or you so automatically these, lose the table. These, you you count yeah, as destroyed at the end of the game. Basically, these guys are going to be what are going to be opposing the Pathfinder squads, and if you don't win the right. game, who have exceptional yeah, training in our veterans, these guys count as casualties. Basically, 
and can have a lot more guys. And so, oh no, not no, not the ones we're talking about. Wow, that's garbage. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not. It's yeah, that's awful. awful. How many oh, points were they? Thirty-five. This is points not your competitive. Um, actually, uh, no. I'd like to point out the alarm patrol does not have a point cost. Oh, interesting. There's no point oh, cost. interesting. So there's they scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Okay. allotment. There is a point cost that I find very interesting in the German selector. I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, the, uh, the line of communications yeah, were, were 35 points for five guys, though. Okay, so inexperienced. Okay. Squad. So that's yeah, which right. is pretty standard. So, so this is like your uh, these guys are out on these guys are the out on patrol dinking around when your pathfinders land squad. Sure, they're they're not expecting anything, and all of a sudden, oh crap, there's guys here. Yeah, yeah they're they're holding enemy territory. I need to run and go tell somebody who can do something because yeah. yeah, I basically, suck. Yeah. Right. Okay. Pretty so much. next, that's that's that whole selector. So going to the next selector. Oh, fun! Dutch SS Vought Battalion Three Nordwest Reinforced Platoon. That's a mouthful. That's a very specific. Jesus <laughs> His name was. His friend. <laughs> right. This one this one did catch me a little off guard because it was SS Waffen. No, 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 not Waffen. That weren't specifically not Waffen. SF Vacht. Vacht Battalion. And again, this is probably because of my lack of historical knowledge. They, the SS was attributed to them, but they weren't specifically Correct. German. And so I found this the historical around this to be Looks to me like these are Dutch Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, I sure. didn't realize. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there. here's the unit so, entry. Okay. 35 points, inexperienced infantry for 10 guys. Wow. Jeez, this is... Right, this is... Yep. They have rifles. NCO can be given an SMG for three points. One guy can have an LMG for 20 points. Special rules. Shirkers. Yeah. Okay. So so pins count as double. Right. Still, 10 Which, guys for 35, 35 points. points for 10 guys with rifles. That's, they are inexperienced, right? Selector. Two, two mandatory, two more you can take. Forty bros for thirty-five so for points. Less than that's that's insane. Points you can get forty guys. That's freaking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Do they have? Is there anything else in that selector HQ wise that makes them uh, good? Your inexperienced second lieutenant, sure, or your inexperienced captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. You can. You still yeah, need, you can still get an inexperienced lol. captain though. Right. I, well, well right. there's nothing that mitigates no. the shirker rule. Right, like, right. there's no offset right. to the penal squads and that no we saw artillery, in the previous No group. armored car, no tank. You can have you. Yeah, you you're can not taking drive them around in the zero one truck. Woo. Yeah, these guys were like pressed into service because they didn't want to be go. They didn't want to go into forced labor yep, camps. Right. Okay. Interesting, but not competitive. Yeah. It, and that's just it. I was sitting there thinking about this from a mathematical standpoint. Ten guys, 35 points, shirkers, would I take them? And I couldn't. I, I, in the end, I think I didn't, however, I didn't think I would. However, in a multi-platoon so- format, um, let's see, 40 guys for less than 150 points. Multiply that by, I don't know, four platoons. So you can have, what is that, 40, 80, 160 dudes in less than 1,000 points? So, just scaven out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're... You could not get rid of them. I think you You couldn't. I think you'd be peeling them off pretty quick, but 
Well, I guess with mortars, with World War II magic, <laughs> putting II high plates down, it, you could actually honestly, obliterate them. Honestly, but Dale, no one. Well, I mean, three. Yeah. These guys versus say twenty bamboo spear fighters. My money's on the spear fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah these guys point. will eat unit. Those guys would eat units of these guys because they're only ten man squads yeah, and they're inexperienced and they're shirkers. And yeah, not that yeah. that part matters. These guys, I don't know. I, I That's just, a lot of dudes, though. You can put a lot of bros down if you can park. If right, yeah. there's something that flips in my brain that says ten guys for thirty five points. There has to be. There is some value there. I just I couldn't work out where it was. It's not necessarily good. Well, value. there's value if it's multi platoons. There's lots of value because you can scave in the south. Well. Let's put this in, in other context. In a normal, regular reinforced platoon where you have access to other things, that totally has value. But the fact that you have like next to nothing with it, that, that pretty much In a multi-platoon setting, I think this is, okay. this is a viable, if not fantastic list, because it's just sheer numbers. Sure. So, All right, so what is the name? What it needs to paint. What is the name of this theater? The Dutch uh, Locked Battalion Three Nordwest Reinforced Platoon. Fuck's sake, man! Get an okay. acronym. Right. Who who lived on Elm Street? Get an acronym. <laughs> it's very specific. It feels very specific. It is. But... Uh, no, it's, no, it's but Nordwest. It, it, it's not Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that was going to happen. But it fit. Yeah, it fits into. It it does actually. It plays Mark a role Garden. in. Absolutely. Market guard. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I and, and definitely would be seen as a play in scenario. Yep. I don't and I think that's where we're looking at these in context of how they would play in a tournament, but really it's like this is a scenario, scenario theater selector. Yeah. Uh, we just so happen to find some of the British ones com- like you could actually play these in an actual Alright, let's kick thing. over to the next selector because this one is the exact opposite of the previous. The t- the Ooh, tenth right. SS off Clarung off Fuck me. Offklungs? 16th? Offklungs? <laughs> I don't know. Some. If you speak German, I swear to God, I'm so sorry for that, because I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> it reminds me of something I saw recently, um, where someone was describing uh, described as having a happy-go-fuck-yourself yep. attitude. <laughs> okay, so the 10th SS Aqualung Battalion Reinforced Platoon. Just going with that. Aqualung. It's a... No. Aren't what? those both Iron Maiden songs? What? I didn't catch that. Uh, oh, my God. You're killing so you got me. the 10th well, SS Aqualung. Iron Man is it's, Jeth- it's Jethro Tall, and it's Aqualung, okay. yes. Wow. Isn't he just a guy in the band? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who is Jethro oh. Tall? Was he on the Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, wow. No, he, he, was a, he was a heavy metal flute player, quite honestly. <laughs> and, and I'm not joking. You, you, you blow, I'll do the fingering. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to read the unit entry first because it's not the, the selector won't make sense without this. The Aqualung Infantry Squads Achtung, are baby. five guys, 65 point veteran infantry. They come with rifles. The NCO and Weather Bro can take an SMG. One guy can have an LMG. The NCO and up to four men can have assault rifles instead of rifles for plus five points. And two guys can have Panzerfaust for five points. Nice. So they are max five guys. They're, they're, they get all the bells and whistles. Does does the LMG need a loader? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, okay. Oh, it's, you didn't say it. You'd Why said it in you a would couple take other an LMG ones, so. for 20 points instead of just giving everyone an assault rifle, however? 
I don't know. Uh, I I'm just I was just asking. Well, because if it didn't need a loader, then sure. Well, yeah, and Jeff, tell us why that is mean? the case. Well, what's the math on oh, that? Why does why is two guys with assault rifles better than one uh, guy with an four guys with assault half rifles. the points and same costs? So it's 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 half the guys with the same cost. You're, you're sacrificing slightly. No, you're you're sacrificing what? Uh, Eighteen inches of range, so they're a lot shorter range than an LMG is. Half your but range. Yep. You're getting okay. three more shots, four more shots, and the assault rule. There you go. And, and and I asked that question so that we could actually talk through why having two assault rifles is better than having four, four an LMG four from a points a cost benefit analysis. I agree yeah. with you. Okay, so Good here's call. the squad, uh, the selector: one lieutenant, first or second veteran, and two aqualung infantry squads. Then your headquarters captain or major veteran, your infantry selector: zero three aqualung infantry squads, and zero four hair veteran grenadier squads. Holy crap. Ooh, we like to go. <laughs> How many squads is that total? Is that seven? Whoa, Sorry about that. that. Yeah, that's seven in your, in your okay. optional, plus two mandatory. So right. a total of wow. nine possible. Okay. However, so two plus the thought, seven. squads cannot have more than five men, even the, the veteran grenadier squads. Oh, so, okay. That, that makes up for a lot. Are they all veteran? Yes. Wait, I mean, here grenadier, can they have Panzerfaust yeah. as well? Sure. That's in the selector form, yeah. So you can have... Sure. It's it's, it's pure MSU. Ooh, wow, that's that's actually pretty and good. What do I mean by MSU? So folks units. understand multiple small units. Yeah. I, I, and why would that be good in bolt action? Yeah, lots of order no dice. no no baiting and fleeing though. And they're veteran, which means they actually stick around a little bit better than MSU with regular. Yeah, it's not, it's not what's the rest of the selector? Artillery, nothing. No <laughs> artillery of any kind. Armored cars, zero two, from the uh, SDKFZ two two two, which must be veteran, or the SDKFZ two thirty one heavy, the six rad, which has to be a veteran. Okay. And tanks, zero two, from the two fifty seven half track. That's the mortar carrier, the Panzer three H J L M or N. And the Panzer IV GHJ or 01 Tiger I. Oh. Which, which Panzer IV gives, uh, gives Tiger G Fear? G gets it. G. G does get so it. So you, can, you can get Tiger Fear in the selector. Yep. Correct. You can take an Two. actual Tiger if you really want to. Right. You can take or a Tiger if you wanted to. So, so, Rick, yes. as, our, as our resident German player, what do you think? I I I like it. I mean, it's no indirect fire unless you do the 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 cars, the armored cars. Uh with the mortars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't the mortar carrier. Eh. This Overrated. is this isn't a, this isn't a it, whole it, so this, line list. This is a punch somebody in the nose list. Yeah, this this is try and go straight for the So hyper aggressive. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, you're because I mean, what are you using your indirect fire for? You're trying to kill units off the table with them, right? Sure. Well, you have what eight eight-ish nine. squads, nine nine units with nine. assault rifles. Yeah, you nine. think they did that on purpose? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they did. You could you could set these small veteran units to be defensive as sure. well in regards to 
you have some defensive units and you have some hyper aggressive right units. and you and you could potentially have so you could have two panzer fours the g's i think are 235 if i remember correctly that sounds about right and you, so you could have two of those on the table and they have two mmgs each and they have a fairly fairly nice cannon on them that takes care of armor real easy is it a five plus or six plus? I think it's a. So uh, I think it might be a five. Like two thirty-five, it's got to be a six plus. It's a yeah. six up. Okay, so it's an it's nine armor, six six up. So, I, nice. I you could have a, a bunch of little units with assault rifles that can all take care of stuff. You can even give them Panzerfaust if you wanted to. You could almost you could almost run no armor with this list and be okay. Is this a finesse? Is this a finesse selector? A what? A finesse finesse selector? selector with the multiple small uh, units. A finesse selector. Yes, I think it has to. I think it has to be. It's a practice uh, selector with MSU. It's if it's yeah. If you're going to play MSU, well, this is the only way you can play MSU is if you can go more than five units or six units, right? Like you can't if you can't get a lot more units, it's pretty hard to do. Okay. Because I think you can cool. get right. Because if you if you if you start dwindling all those units down, they can't you can't hold objectives anymore. Mm-hmm. So you got to have more units to be able to take care of that problem. I don't know. I like it from like that it. point. Is that it's like it's as close as you're going to get to an actual MSU list in bolt action. I don't think you can actually do that well right now. I I don't know of a theater select or a, another selector that allows it to be this flexible without okay. multiple in, reinforced platoons or platoons in general. Yep. So I'm a fan of this list. All right, nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's fun so far. Just moving on. We're moving on. Moving Next, on. Yeah. Uh, is the Schwer Panzer Jager Abteilung five five nine reinforced platoon? For Christ's sake. Uh, you like ten? You, I, I feel like you're off script. I have no idea where the hell we are on the on the outline I, I, anymore. I skipped. I don't. I don't believe in outlines. I'm sorry. Right. This, this one. Okay. Is, great. Moving on. Uh, this one. This first entry on this list says this is the dream of unit. Uh, this is a dream for armor enthusiasts, Yag Panthers, and Stug G's, Stugs galore. So let's look at the list. Come in, right. Oh, Jesus, it's an armor. Oh, yeah, it's an armor platoon. Armor well, platoon, isn't it? Necessarily There's say three it's an armor platoon, but it must be. Because your command, it's a command, yeah, Yag Panther, and then two Yag Panthers is your compulsories. <clears throat> Which is like 1,200 points, cheap. isn't it? Or 1,500 points. Well, if it's an armor platoon, it should be 3,000 sure. to start with. And anyway. then zero two 2 Yag mm-hmm. Panthers, Stug 3s, or Verbalins. Zero three here veteran grenadiers, zero one lieutenant, zero one captain, medic, zero one artillery, zero one air, zero one medium machine gun, zero one flamethrower, zero one sniper, zero one panzerschreck, and zero one light or medium howitzer, anti tank and anti blah blah blah. You don't need any of that crap if you're taking that many panzer uh, panthers. Just just saying. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where everything is. That's awesome if you want to just have a ton of yog panthers. Rock on. Five yog panthers. Okay. Six. Five Yag Panthers should just be all your points, so cool. Thumbs up if you like armor. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, what was the, was it zero, zero 05 or 35? What was the count on that again? One command, two compulsories, two and then zero compulsory. Two okay, so that, that is an armored yep. platoon. Yeah. Total of five Yogs. And if you want yep. more Yogs, take a second platoon of Yogs. <laughs> That's like 3,000 points. points. Yeah. But it looks pimp. But. Yeah, people would be like, "Oh crap!" And then it's like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna go the other way." (laughs) (laughs) That's you can have that bridge. (laughs) It's fine. 
Congratulations. Oh, Lord. Okay, we're going on. 16th SS Training and Replacement Battalion. What do these guys look like? Squad is five men for 50 points inexperienced. You can add five more, 10 points of crack and inexperienced. Ouch. They are stubborn, and they have the special rule. Oh, they, oh, sorry, they can have an SMG or an LMG. That's all pretty standard. They have stubborn and special rule. Baptism of fire. The squad is green. However, if the squad is uprated as regular as a result of their green roll, then roll a further die. On a 4, 5, or 6, their stubborn is also upgraded to fanatic. Hooray. This correct. is a new unit, correct? Cool. <clears throat> so it's slightly better green. Yep. It's, uh, it's an improved green that might become fanatic. So they're, inexper- they're stubborn inexperienced? So it's like neon stubborn. green. They're always stubborn. Okay. And they're 10 points yes. a model. I'm not Eesh. sure how I feel about okay. that either. Yeah. So on your green roll, you pass that on a what? Six? Or is that uh, on a two? Uh, one and not two, a one. they suck more. Yeah. Three, four is the same. Five, six, they get no. upgraded. Right. So on a five six, if they get upgraded, you That's can correct. roll again. They could become and they fanatics. become fanatics. Become fanatics. Yeah, which is better than normal green, which is you only get yep. a you're, you're one third, and then it's one third that yeah, you get better again. Right at the cost yeah. of being regular. This whole selector yep. is just taking a lot of those guys and some medium machine guns. So interesting. Not yeah. much to say about that selector I mean, other than the fact that that unit's a lot of it's in there. How, how many units can you take of that? One right, captain so. veteran and then two compulsory squads of that and two more optional squads of that. So you so, have yeah, to take a correct. veteran captain there, which is a pretty <clears throat> significant point. Yeah, that's a, big, okay. that's a big investment. I'm not sure if I like that list or not, but it might be flavorful. Yeah, not so much. It's flavorful in the book. Okay. Any armor? No. All right. Okay, no. nothing. No. Moving oh, on. Nothing yep. Next one is a 6th Fallschirmjäger Regiment Reinforced Platoon. It's just a Fallschirmjäger list. I don't think there's anything that jumps out at me okay. anything special about this, other than it's a Fallschirmjäger. So cool. next, is this is this the list that Paul has been playing? Oh fuck, <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's been playing he's been playing Fallschirmjäger, right? But I don't know if he's been. I don't recall his. Um, the only thing about history. this is there's no armor car, right, no tanks. Here's the deal: you get right, two okay, Fallschirmjäger squads, late war, compulsory. Your infantry sections are two more false Jaeger squads, zero three medium mortars, zero two medium machine guns, zero two Panzerschrecks, and zero two Kranschuten squads. That's the motorcycle boys. Dial back in that zero three mortars. There's yep. it. There it is, right there. You can take yeah. a Panzer Rouge forty one, although I don't know why you would at this point in the war, or a light artillery gun. No armored cars, no tanks. You can take two Panzerschrecks though. Sure. Don't Falschermjägers get anti-tank as they get, part of their natural They get natural Panzer selection? Faust as well. Yeah. Okay. They do not. No, they don't get anti-tank grenades for free. They, they might be able to get them, but they definitely have access They're to Panzer so, It's solid. You, you won't have trouble. Right. right. This list. You have answers. Yeah, I don't think you would either. I swear I remember. I mean, Paul's obviously not playing this list particularly, but I do remember him playing. Uh, Mar- I swear he's playing a Market Garden Falschermjäger list. Yeah, he may be playing right a market garden from like what would be the generic German book. So all right, okay. next list right. is Panzer okay. Company two two four armored platoon. This thing's special thing is that you can take the B two Fs in it. That's the for the char B ones that have the flamethrower instead of the howitzer in the hole. Yeah, pretty cool. Right, right. Yeehaw. That is cool. So that's Correct. another armored platoon that you There's can take. A flak battalion. Okay. I don't see anything cool about this. 
I mean, I don't see anything that's like no out big, of the ordinary, except you can take flat. You no can take quads. Flat vehicles as your choices. It must be another armored platoon. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Another More vehicle stuff. stuff. It's kind of cool. Sure. Sure. Last one is a. Okay. Stug two eighty armored platoon. So it's a stug platoon. Cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's your Germans, and that's that's the end of the scenario. That's the end of the new units and selectors. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> well, we're 46 pages it's in. Rough when you book, have the book. That's a lot of stuff. There's yeah, a lot of new units and selectors pages, in it. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. So, overall, I feel like there's a couple of good ones on both sides as far as outside of playing in theaters. Absolutely. Or outside of playing in scenario for Market Garden. It's pretty cool. I agree. I think that's fun. So, a couple of new things to take out of it for other things. As far as, I don't know, I feel like the Germans are worse off than the, the all of the Allies side. Historically accurate. I don't know, three mortars is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. So there it's so next on the agenda is special rules for market garden. There's there's special rules probably similar to the last one we, so we did. So there's, there's a lot of special rules that really play into the scenarios and like what you need to be doing in the scenarios and how you can achieve the objectives in the scenarios. Like there's a lot of them that the the British or the American paratroopers have to be laying out the big plastic strips that show where the planes to go to drop more people in or how to set up the little radio communications. And that's really kind of what the, the special rules tailor to. But what I really like is, I, I think it's the sticks one, Jeff, if you can get to that one. It's the where first you one, yeah. The dice at the table. American paratroopers. Great rule. Jumped in groups known as sticks. Um, so when we take on an appropriate term for the rule of regular precisely the airborne units, whether paratroopers, squads, or gliders come to rest on the table, stand about 10 foot away from the center of the table and gently lob one activation die onto the table for each unit. The key word is gently. If a die rolls off the table, it is put aside and the process is repeated the following turn. Wherever that die comes to rest, that's where your boys come in at. That's kind of cool. <laughs> this seems really yeah, who, somewhat who familiar. It was also published in the optional rules back in BA1. Yeah. Right, it's hardly original to us, but what was our modification, or rather, what was your modification? I made everyone make paper Jeff? airplanes and throw them at the table. <laughs> Which is a lot gentler on the models <laughs> on the table. And a lot more fun. Especially for those of metal models. <clears throat> yeah. So heads up for anybody that adopts this particular rule. Watch out for <laughs> sabotage <laughs> on the paper Well, well and actually, <laughs> the original optional rule was to hold the dice uh, roughly a foot above the table and release it. It was more than a foot. It was like That's, eye height or something. That seems super yeah. lame. I so well, in this one, wherever it comes down is that you put the the first guy there in the facing it was, and then the rest of the guys are an inch behind each one. And then that's um, a little different. Okay. And then so anything that has flak can fire at these guys coming down the parachutes. But in Operation Mark and Garden special rules is that each flak thing can only fire once per round. Oh, so if something else lands, it's they only get to do it once. Right. Yep. So all your flak can go at the first thing that comes in and obliterate the crap sure. out of it, and then the other four that come in don't you know you don't have to worry about it. Sure. Is that of the old rules though? Uh, this is the market garden rules. No, because you could always the shoot old at rules. The, you yeah. could shoot at every pair, everyone 
basically could, paratroopers basically just died. Yeah. Which is why paratroopers didn't drop directly into combat. They dropped miles away and walked to combat. Right. A little For more survivable part. that okay. way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other rules? Or is There's that, like those five are kind pages of, the of rules ones? with those. <laughs> okay. But they all... They, we like the six rules. Yeah. They, they all go to... They all go to how to play the scenarios and how the scenarios play out. Sure. So they're kind of like, they're kind of like the rubble rules for the for uh, Berlin book. In a so sense when I first like read they're... through this book, you know, I like to I like to find the new units, find the scenarios, find ones that are interesting, read through the scenarios, and then go. And I was reading that, so I did, and I'm like, these things don't make any damn sense to me whatsoever. Until I went back and read the special rules, and I'm like, "Oh, now that's starting to make sense." Because they're using terms and stuff that are, you know, loosely. I'm like thinking, "Okay, I shouldn't have to read the, the flavor text, the colored portions. Usually, are just there for historical information and not for like actual like rules for the game." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Why do I feel like I have to read these?" Oh no, I don't. I have to read the special rules for the book to know how to play the scenarios in the book, and then they started making a hell of a lot more sense to me. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so. Yep. But when you know you've only got a couple of days and you got three other guys that want to read it too so you can talk about it, you kind of like just try and grind through it. But when you have so your own copy, you. you can read through it at your leisure. Sure. Yeah, we're just giving impressions here. Three hours of impressions here. We're working on it. All right, we get it, Rick. We'll, we'll move along. <laughs> no, no, it's good. No, that's that's we, why I wanted to save us from going through all of them. It's kind of just tell you that yeah. they they tell you how to play the scenarios and okay. what you're looking for in the scenarios. And we sure, can kind of, there is a lot. There's a lot this is in a here. Dense yeah. book. Which I think we all agree no, is pretty, pretty awesome that they're 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 packing a lot well, of material in at least. They are. Um, I play Japanese, so there isn't, there really isn't anything necessarily you know, there. Well. But if you're there in Europe, post Normandy, with a German or a Polish or an American or a British force, within nine days, there is a lot. There's just so much. I was blown away by just a number of scenarios. So yeah. So why, why don't we jump into that a little bit? Because I feel like after watch, I didn't get to watch Jeff's game, but I got to see the. After, after glow. I don't know if you want to call, it the, after you glow. call it the after. Yeah, glow. let's. <laughs> you did. You you were you were glowing. Kevin, on the other let's hand, save, was not let's so save much. Jeff's for last and just kind of we'll summarize over the scenarios and kind of say that they break them down for the first six or seven are about the what the U.S. Airborne. The next batch is about the the British Airborne, and then what's really nice is they have a little a little tidbit on the campaign section, like a war in small space, where they actually like tell you, give you little rules for playing a small campaign within the campaign, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. That's there cool. are a lot of rules in this book. Yep. And then at the very end, which I, you know, Dale and I had talked about a little bit, and I actually might try out, is actually rules for, not to get this the wrong way, and it's getting late, but rules for playing with yourself. Yeah. Phrasing? For, for, yeah. for running a... Solo play. Solo play. For, you know, actually... Uh, using a deck of cards to predetermine what opponent or what other uh, like opposing forces are going to do and how they're going to act and how you can kind of learn to play. And, you know, uh, apparently uh, Dale said it's a good training method for actually learning to play better. Okay. 
it, it's just iteration of different scenarios and okay, you know, you know, yeah, it's just a study in. Anyways, that's a different discussion for a different. Well, the audience. fact that they offered something that you could do by yourself if you if you can't get out and game, like me right now, like I could do that and sit that I could do that in my basement. Like, it, yeah, there's interesting. There's yes, a lot. You there. could play with yourself in your basement. I could. Yes. Okay. So what I saw, or what like, so I saw, you know, Pat, you sent me a couple scenarios that you wanted to try out. And after hearing from Jeff, I feel like the one thing is, is that these scenarios are not nearly as balanced as the Berlin ones were. That's, that's my first feeling or my only feeling, I guess right now is that I feel like the, the Berlin scenarios were, you know, yeah, you might have, you might have a 500 or a thousand point advantage, but the scenario was built in such a way that you might have a fighting chance. It sounds like, I mean, Jeff played a scenario where he got three freaking 88s on the table for free. I was like, holy, holy. crap. Yeah. Whoa. Right. There's a scenario in there where the, the Germans get three 88s, and it's 1,000 versus 1,000 points. I must so have breezed over that one. Right. It, it's insane. Like, that one was like, oh, my gosh, how, how would the Americans ever fight and win this fight? I have I, no I idea. I don't think they, they did. They didn't. <clears throat> and they didn't again last on close. Thursday night either. Probably because there were three ideas <laughs> on the well, board. Well, there's your problem. It, sorry, it gets worse, right, Jeff? It's three eighty-eights that are yeah, dual, dual purpose. purpose ones, so they can... Yeah. Well, why would they not right. be for free? Right. If you get them for free, they better be dual purpose. That, otherwise, to return them for Christ's sake. So what? What so, is? Sorry, spoiler what is alert. The American win condition here. <laughs> it's. Or it's what a is point the win system. condition? So for he gets the... a point for every German unity kills. He gets two points for each eighty-eighty kills. And he gets five points if he occupies each end of the bridge, whereas the German player gets two points. How many for each points enemy does he? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's not uh, an easy scenario. And what scenario was it? That's okay. uh, Bridget the Sun. And in what were what were your unit choices in that? Um, so I got to remember from the selector on it. The well, his is as U.S. paratroop. List here, selector. There's a list. There's a selector given for it right next to it, which is sure, basically sure. yeah. Oh, I remember that. That's right. And he had a compulsory take. Did Dick yeah, winners, he gets, he but it wasn't free. free. He got a compulsory take. Yeah, he had he to pay for Dick. Him. Yeah, the last few pages are the special character, essentially the special characters yeah, sure, within sure. the book. So what mine was but is I got. The, a, I have to take a lieutenant. I have to take a grenadier squad, which is actually not a normal grenadier squad, and I've got to take a machine gun that's in a guard tower. And then after that, I just took three oh. more infantry squads because why wouldn't you? Right, right. you got right. all the artillery you'll ever need. Because why not? Oh, oh, you it's, got the it's, puma. Hey. It's not a puma. Wow, how did you lose? Because <laughs> I got three freaking eighty eights for free. Right. Well, there you so, go. and and which are like one hundred and sixty points yeah. on their sure. own. And they're like eight man yep. squads on one seven, but yeah. Oh, but same difference. Yes. Whatever. Like full on units, and it nobody didn't wants really to try matter. assault. I mean, he never. So it's a, right. it's a car- uh, a character building a bit, exercise yeah. so for your game, opponent. So. Yes. <clears throat> well, yeah. based on Jeff's campaign, okay. we should be used to that by now. There, there's some. Well, <laughs> I will say the other thing: these snares are geared to repeat history as it happened. Right. Sure. So they may not be balanced, and, and yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is it's like, but. That's that's okay. That's kind of well. 
Is that what you expect from a theater yeah. book or yes, a campaign I would, book? I would want sure. the conditions to fairly accurately simulate the battle and then see if I can do better than they did in history. I think the trick would be there are 26 scenarios in this book, so you'd maybe want to put yourself in a situation where you can play where you're not always yeah, just getting Remember, it switches yeah. back and forth. I mean, a couple of them are geared heavily towards the Allies, and a couple are geared heavily towards the Germans. Sure, and historically, who came out on top Germans. on this one? Yeah, the Germans did, so. Sure. Okay. I th- and, yeah, I guess that's just from the, the context of the previous theater book, or the previous book, being, being the Berlin book, and how I felt like those were far more balanced if that makes sense? Like, they might have been historically how they were played, but I feel like they were a little bit more balanced. Whereas, as, as far as the objectives were concerned, like as far as like your point totals the versus what your yeah your win conditions in general were almost always more evenly available. Or it definitely felt like the person who was initially disadvantaged, it ended up at the end of it, it they really weren't depending right. on. You, you might play. have felt down, but you weren't really all that out of it the whole game. Like I, I feel like some of these, like I may, and maybe it's just the fact that they're like, holy crap, three eighty eights. That's ridiculous. Three multi-purpose. Yeah. but I felt like even reading through the scenarios that you know Pat and I were looking at playing, is I'm like, man, the Germans really feel like they might be at a strong disadvantage. Well, that's no matter which those. way. I've kind of figured, but. <laughs> you, wanted to, you wanted to start my 2018 outright by a good solid loss there, but um, well, actually, I picked the one just because I had the the three Sherman fives and I really wanted to put them on the table. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And the two uh, fireflies. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been a fun one. I, that that was more just a, a selection of models that were painted that I wanted to put on the table sure. than sure. anything else. And don't and don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining to say that you know like it shouldn't be that way, but. It, it would have been it would have been hard hard for yeah. me to win them. So, in the interest of kind of covering what scenario is in here, but not going through each scenario individually because there's flipping twenty six of yeah. them, I'm going to give you a quick sure. rundown of what the scenarios really basically look like, so you can follow the campaign. Ready? Here we go. Yep. First one and is go. scenario one: Pathfinders at over a Selt. This is a Pathfinder one securing an LZ. They've got to get panels out so the troops can land. The Germans are trying to stop them. Cool scenario. Two is Hijvik Castle. It's a misdrop of airborne troops into a castle moat, and they're trying to survive. Which they have special Which rules for in the misdrops. Okay. Third one is Bridge Sounds of the cool. This is the Americans are deploying in one specific grid coordinate trying to take the bridge. The bridge is guarded by three dual-purpose 88s, a squad of Herman Gehring Division in a building in the village, and a machine gun in a guard tower. Good luck, guys. Is this the first bridge <laughs> yes. in the road? This, and this was okay. over the Wilhelmina Canal, and this bridge was destroyed right in front of the Americans. So it was blown up right in front of them. Yeah. America. A little bit of a failure. Oh. <clears throat> That's how oh, it goes. Well. All right. Four, hot drop zone. Hey, guess what? The Germans are shooting you as you're landing. That sucks. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Five, this one's really awesome. Crossing the wall. Um, and this is crossing the Wall River. It's a crazy. I'm going to call it W A A L. It's a it's an assault by U.S. airborne troops in rubber dinghies across a contested crossing across a river to get to the other side. 
It's it sounds freaking pretty awesome. badass. I'm not going to lie. Freaking balls the size huge, of holy cow, huge balls. man. Wow. Bigger. Case Keenum sized balls. <laughs> it's, it's a very, well, people should be yeah, following that. Scenario 6, resupply Grossbeck. This is, you're securing drop canisters that land in the LZ, and the Germans are trying to steal them from you. It's kind of fun. You're running out after drop canisters. Pretty cool. Real okay. Then we get into the British cool. scenarios. First in, 21st Independence. And the British scenarios because they're farther up the line yep. than the Americans, Americans dropped. dropped closer okay. to the front, and the British took the harder missions to drop further out. So this is um, the British Independent Company, 21st Independent Company, and they're dropped by Arnhem. And that's Correct. a special yep. selector in the book. And then the next one is a coup de main gambit. And this is where they send the armor, or not the armor, the uh, recon jeep platoon. He's trying to rush over and capture the the footing of the Arnhem Bridge. Okay, that's, that's the 16, 16 jeep jeeps, list. Right. Yeah, he's trying to rush in. Unfortunately, <laughs> they run into some German <laughs> troops before they get near the bridge, and they have themselves a fight. Uh, scenario nine is a is a successful coup de main version. So this is one if they actually had won that engagement and the jeeps reached the Arnhem Bridge. It's yet another fight there where you're fighting the Germans and trying to secure one end of the Arnhem Bridge. So that's okay. the only I think that's the only what if in this book. Because the because it almost okay. worked. Okay. Next one is Frost's Attack, Follow the Brawley. And this is a, a very specific scenario where you have very specific choices and you're trying to get a flamethrower to onto a German pillbox on the Arnhem Bridge. It's I don't know how to describe this one other than it's it looks like a shh. A buttload of fun. This was a really was odd scenario. Fun. I read through a couple different times. And I'm just like, what the hell are they so trying to do? So if you've seen the movie do? A Bridge Too Far, this this is literally like eight that's guys trying it. to flamethrower a pillbox that's guarding the bridge. And they, they right. missed the okay. pillbox, but right. they hit that an ammunition dump behind it. Spoiler alert, it's hilarious. So maybe an opportunity for someone who doesn't necessarily have <laughs> yes. a full collection of army to Correct. play a scenario. Very small book. squads in this one. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just flipping out here. Uh, the next one is Grabner's Attack, and this is a German attempt to run the Arnhem Bridge and into where the British were holding the far side of the bridge with an armored car platoon. It doesn't go well for the Germans, spoiler alert. But really cool. Next scenario, 12, is... KOSBs on Ginkle Heath clearing a drop zone. What yeah. are KOSBs? So this is another drop zone one where they're trying to clear a drop zone so supplies can get dropped in and reinforcements. Pretty cool. Okay. 13, the, ro okay, the road from Renkum, and this must be... And we haven't mentioned it yet, but there is a nice gorgeous map. Maps. The there's gorgeous maps in this in the book. Yeah, there's... Didn't best maps they, I've seen in a campaign book. Didn't they forget maps in oh. one of the last books? I think in New Guinea. New Guinea, it. that's the one they forgot. The yeah, maps. and this is the German. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they, they forgot them, but well, they just didn't have, weren't Did not have them, whatever. And this is just right. uh, Germans trying to get into the Allied deployment area kind of thing. And then we get into the okay. War in a Small Space, a campaign game. And this is a couple more crossing the Utrecht's Freg. That's a I'm sorry to all my our Danish listeners. I don't know what the hell that word is. Uh, and there's another. So like these are like small table fights. So like you're fighting in a condensed area with lots of buildings because it's in a town. 
and they're basically set up. You're fighting over one city block. It looks pretty intense, honestly. Very cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice because a lot of these with the campaign the the campaign scenarios is that they give you rules for if uh, you know uh, units get eliminated, what how they can come yeah. back, and what they can or can't do. And okay. and one of the nice things about the scenarios they said is set up so you can't see any yep. enemy units. Yeah. Go. These these are really cool oh, sections, cool. by and the ig- way. Ignore weapon I know I'm long going range. Through them, but these are really cool. Um, highly recommend to read them. Uh, 15 is a street in Arnhem, and you're fighting over another city block setup. 16, a hard day in the suburbs, you're fighting in a city block again, or a suburban block. It looks really cool. Yeah. A hard day in the suburbs. Yeah, and all these all these are the linked campaign scenarios, at least the next uh, the four or five that he's okay, going right. through right That's now. That's the war in the small space, the linked ones. Okay, we've hit the end of those. I'm going to make one special rules for war in a small space notice here because Pat highlighted it in the book. <clears throat> Players should bear in mind that Panzer Shreks and Bazookas cannot be fired from inside a building. So the careful positioning <laughs> of such weapons may be yeah. crucial. Notice what weapon isn't listed there. The Piat. The Piat. Uh, you Piat. may fire yeah. Piat from inside so a building. So why wouldn't that why wouldn't because I the be back able to fire blast. So a Bazooka and a Panzer Shrek are effectively the same weapon, and they're a version of a recoilless rifle. They basically shoot a rocket out of a tube, but they're but the backblast from the rocket goes out behind the tube. So if okay, why is that um, bad? Because it's lethal to thirty feet behind the tube. Lethal to thirty feet. So if you're in a room, so you'll start the building building on fire. You'll kill any. You'll overpress the the blast inside the room. Has that was referred to as the chunky salsa effect. What the what the chunk, chunky the chunky salsa, salsa effect? So when you have a concussive force that has you have three walls behind sure. you, it it radiates off the first wall, it radiates off the side wall, and the same time that that's all coming back at the source, they amplify because you get from the back wall and from the side walls, you actually get a force stronger than initial blast coming back it's at really you. Really bad. It's called the chunky salsa effect. Okay. It's actually super dangerous to a person firing the bazooka inside of Deadly. Tree. Yeah, you don't want to do it. Whereas the Piat is just a recoilless little spring-loaded frickin' potato gun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> doesn't doesn't have that, that, that nasty backflow. Not, not as effective, but still, you can shoot inside a building, apparently. That's okay. You can shoot it from under your comforter. Yep. Sweet. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that right. still, but... Uh, scenario 17, so we're out of war in a small space now, and this is get a move on where you're, know, you're trying to knock the Germans out of their deployment area. Under the comforter. I'm glad that was quiet. And, and <laughs> I, went, I went right over top of that. Sorry. <laughs> if I could edit that out. Yeah, and I stopped keeping track. Okay, scenario 18, where the hell are we? I love the name of that one. We're not, we're not in Europe. Europe. So it's just a confused cluster flop. Lost sticks. Yep. Lost guys. It's okay. a cluster flop, flop of a drop. Sure. Are these the solo no, this ones is now? Out of the, these... this, is, this is out of that. We're back into some regular scenarios here. Okay. Okay. Correct. And that was 18, right? A lot more. So there's still eight more scenarios yep. after 19, this. 19, trapped so. against the river. Okay. And this is where the Polish are trying to reinforce the British. And it's not going well. So you've got the river on one side, and you're getting pushed towards it, and that's not good because you can't get in the river because you'll die. Then we get to scenario 20, and this is where you start getting to the armored ones and 30 cores. Break out from Nierpelt, and that's the Hell's Highway 
These are the battles of the Armored Corps trying to get up to the troops, the airborne troops. Looks like a great scenario pushing down a road. Oh, guess what? The next one's also pushing down a road because that's what most of this was. Oh, excuse me. Holding the road. Scenario 21. It was one long road and the Germans were trying road, yeah. to cut it any place they could. So you get to try to defend the road. And then, oh, look at that. 22. Reclaiming the road. So you're trying to take the road back from the Germans. Cool. 23. Incredible in defense. This is the Germans trying to put down a, a, the British airborne troopers and suddenly realizing the British guys don't really want to give up because they don't give up. And the British guys were way, Correct. way out there on the front. So These guys are rock hard and they are not going to quit. So, And they had to hold right. longer than everybody else. So. Uh, 24 is an interesting one. It's fighting patrols. So this is more small units uh, kind of running into each other in a wooded area fighting. Pretty cool. Space saving scenarios. These must be some smaller ones here. Um, 25 is slipping away. Um, now, by space saving scenario, so it sounds like they've included. Yeah, the players choose to use a very end. small playing area three that foot, are three foot square. Lower model count. So you're playing in a real tight That's kind of cool. All right. Yes. With lots of terrain. And it, it's a nice change of pace for folks like us or Pat who have and Jeff who have 6,000 miniatures where it kind of forces them to look at the game in a slightly yep. different sure. way or approach um, uh, approach army selection in kind of um, just a real scaled down yep. focused version <clears throat> and then yeah. scenario 26 is rear guard action where you're trying to hold out uh, just hold up the enemy and get off the board so that's 26 scenarios I know I blew through them they all look really fun in their own way kudos good job on the scenarios yeah no and then yeah. the next page so. is rules for playing solo or advice for okay. playing solo cool which we talked about final thing legends sure. of market garden i just want to talk about this this is all your special characters and cool guys germany i'm just gonna i'm just gonna name them you can look them up later as humps roof and theater grabner he's a dude in a humber four <laughs> armored car he stole from the british major sep craft okay cool ss Humpsturm Führer Karl Heinz Euling. That's your German. Yeah, I know. Well, Jeez. apologies, German listeners. <laughs> well, we're the British and American United guys. States, we'll Major there. Julian Steve Cook. And Dave and Captain. Yep. Kay. Captain Richard Cook. Winners. And Lieutenant James Megalis. Cool. Poland. Okay. Hey, Major General Sosabowski. Very nice to nice. see you, nice. sir. Great Britain. Major Robert Kane. Colonel John Frost, Sergeant Baskefield Six Pounder, so that's obviously an anti tank gun. <laughs> Major, right. yeah. Or it's just the size of stones. Or that, that possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the guy that's called Six Pounder. <laughs> uh, Major Allison Digby Tatham Warder. Wow, that's a hell of a name. And then, of course, General Robert yeah. Roy Urquhart. Famously played by Sean. Okay. okay. So. More, more Great Britain well, than yeah, anyone they else. Had, you know, I mean, they, this, this is kind of their, their thing, thing, I suppose. Yeah. And that's the, right. and that's okay. literally the end of the book. And the back cover is a Fallschirmjäger improperly firing an FG forty two. Yeah, we were they were talking about that on Facebook today, or just earlier this week or something. I remember seeing that. So overall, we feel like it's a pretty good book, it. right? Okay. 
So great. Hey, if you if you pre-order, you get the free figure too. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I play Japanese, so I probably wouldn't get it personally. But depending the fact depending that there's 26 scenarios is I find unbelievable. Again, it depends it's, on your next plastic army. Right. That's very true. One of these will probably so, be your next plastic army, quite honestly. Warlord sent me an email about about um, American Airborne. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it's awesome. Check it out. It's I think it's up for yep. pre-order now. You can get your cool yep. model and stuff. It's supposed to be released uh, February twentieth. I think sounds it is. right. Something like that. Coming up pretty quick here. Big thumbs up. For so, me. good job. Yeah, from what a little bit I've gotten to see, it looks pretty cool. So. I don't know. All right. Well, so it is rather late here. This is a long episode so far. So we... Sorry. No, guys. it's no, it's good. This great content. So we'll be back again, hopefully. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not. Who knows? Um, so we'll be back sh- shortly, hopefully in the near future. Not necessarily... Chinese New Chinese Year. Chinese New Year. So that's early February, right? Hi. Uh, yeah, 14th, 16th, something like that. So we're going to obviously talk about the Irish. Oh, Christ. No. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do the... And the potato family. <laughs> yes. The historical it, context no. of the Guinness. beer during the Black Plague. Perhaps some, perhaps some more online gaming by Blizzard. Right. Yeah, that'll work. So, no, we're going to talk about the Chinese, the armies, the armies of China. I don't know what they actually call them in that, but... I don't know. There's three of them, so... We're going to go over the Chinese army, so... There's that. So we'll Gear of the hopefully see you in a couple weeks. It's a dog, I think. Everyone have a good rest of the January and Skull Vikings. Because <laughs> i got to say it. Although by the time this Wait. comes out, shit, it's going to be... Skull clap. Skull clap. <laughs> no, we're not skull clap. <laughs> no, the problem is, is I just realized is this is going to be edited and we're either going to win next week or we're going to have lost tomorrow. We're likely tomorrow. to lost. No, we're gonna we're win. gonna win tomorrow. I hope so. Hopefully, this will come up your Super Bowl. Bring it home. We're in it. Yes, damn sure. Really Market like Garden. We really up. like yes. it. Sorry, that was just supposed to be a shout out to our team. But uh, Pat, right, you want to lead us out? Yeah, do it. Great night. This is Operation this is Snafu. Oh, snap! Stop. Do it over again. <laughs> this is Snafu. Wah wah. Over again. There we go.
getting high. 